What's up, everybody? Welcome to another Call to Action Ladies' Night. You always ask for them. We constantly talk about how we're going to do them, and then for some reason we don't do them as often as we should. But we promised you this one. I don't remember if it was on live or which episode, but we talked about we need to have a Marvel versus DC Ladies' Night. Well, here it is. And before I start anything else, I'd like to take a moment to, A, wish Jake happy birthday. Happy birthday, Jake. B, thank you for the glorious thumbnail. <laughs> the thumbnail is something, something. Beautiful. I really, I really want to dye my skin right now. <laughs> Would that it's be crazy. like creepy about it? I really want to dye my skin. <laughs> is that possible to not be creepy? I mean, you can do whatever you want during the quarantine, Alex. It's fine. <laughs> All right. And introducing my amazing panel of lovely ladies to my right, I have Danielle. How are you doing? Doing great, Kelsey. Thank you so much. Yes, I'm so excited. I'm excited and, too. This is gonna be fun. Yes, it's gonna be awesome. And then down below, we have the real Alex Mac, Mac Daddy. How are you doing? What up, my home skillet? <sighs> All right, I'm ready. This is gonna be so awesome. So ready to get into some Marvel versus DC. Let's do this. First of yeah. all, okay. First of all, I don't know if we want to do this or not, but is anybody like team one way or the other before we like get to started? Be, to be <laughs> fair, I have not really seen a lot of the DC movies, the mm -hmm. DCEU movies. Um, like I still haven't seen, I still haven't seen BBS. Um, I still haven't seen, uh, I actually haven't seen Henry Cavill Superman's either. I think I've only seen Justice you League, Wonder Woman, Aquaman and Suicide Squads and so the Harley no Quinn. I'm sorry. So no Man of Steel. No, I haven't seen Man of Steel either. Mm. But I have seen every single Marvel movie that came out. So, <laughs> so by default, Marvel a little bit maybe. <laughs> Alex, you have a preference? Honestly, well, this is a really big question. And so there's a lot of different directions we can cape this. I feel like, like, you know, like how there's ladies with like 10 inch long nails or like mm -hmm. do this. I feel kind of like that when I have a brush. <laughs> I miss my nails so, so much. I miss my nails so very much. Like that. I feel after sassy with like, it's almost like a stench of my hand. <laughs> but, um, so this is, uh, there's a lot of different directions we can go with. Are you referring to the comic books? Are you referring to the movies themselves? Are you referring to our favorite characters? Um, you know, because I, I feel like I have a hard time, are we talking about the animated movies? I mean, like DC animated movies. Yo, Mask of, Mask of the Phantasm. You know, uh, you know, the 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 men of not men of steel uh you know where there's a there's like 10 different versions of superman on screen because the actual superman's like taking a nap trying to heal you know there's a bunch of them um so there's a lot of different directions we could take it so i have a hard time answering <laughs> i like your answer though that's a there's good a, answer, that's a great answer. <laughs> i feel like we can't really put it on we can't really if we're talking about the movies there's a there's a lot of things we would have to talk about, mm -hmm. you know, more than just been theatrically released. Yeah, absolutely. And for me, uh, it's kind of obvious, like, who my favorite is. But when it comes to DC movies, I actually do prefer Marvel movies. I feel like they're better. They've done better. I feel like they've just been more consistent. Yeah. But when it comes to comics, cartoons, video games, uh, just all, everything else, DC all the way. Major DC. So. Yeah. 
All right. So I think our main topic that we could talk about is what are your favorite movies? I'm good. We could talk about animated. We could talk about live action. I just want to hear what you, movies you guys go to and you're like, I'm in the mood for superhero. Let me put this movie on. I'm going to watch it. Alex? Um, <laughs> um, honestly, I do actually go back to Iron Man, the first one, quite a bit. I, I really love the movie. I don't feel like it's a perfect movie, but I mean, as far as it's it's a movie that I feel like ages very well. It's very it's a very small. I don't like to say small story, but I mean, it's a very it's very organized. It's very good. I mean, everyone throughout it's fantastic. Um, and not to mention, gotta love that throwaway, <laughs> the best burger in the world, <laughs> Burger King. <laughs> you know, it's uh, you know it's pretty burger. solid. I love that one. Obviously, Thor Ragnarok is. I love that. I mean, Taika, my man, my dude, wonderful. D Danielle, I have to say, you've got me just to say my dude like a million times today. Sorry. <laughs> I say no all the time now. Danielle I, I, is I didn't know where I <laughs> And then, my dude. So, like, so, someone in, the fa in my faction we were training earlier just told me, hey, you've like, I tallied it and you've like said it like 30 times today. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. sorry not I mean, what can I say? Yeah. I'm an influencer, Alex. I'm an influencer. Exactly. But I'm not going to lie, like the one I actively think about pretty consistently would probably be Wonder Woman or Harley Quinn. Like, mm. I like think actively about, well, Harley Quinn, obviously, recency bias. That's one of the, I think that's like the most recent movie I saw in mm. theaters. Uh, that one in the way back, I want to say. But um, you want to see that movie. Like, there's like several scenes in the movie which I actively think about. So. Mm. I, I'm gonna, I kind of really like Blade a lot. I know Blade isn't like part, it's still like oh, we're going a to movie, yeah. but um, from the Marvel universe, I believe. And uh, I really enjoyed Blade a lot. Kind of sucks what happened with like Wesley Snipes behind the scenes and all of that stuff. If I had to pick a Marvel movie, like from the recent, like out of the 23 that just came out, it's very hard not to say. Endgame or Infinity War because those movies are just epic and they really tie in the rest of the stories. But um, for all of the other movies, I really enjoyed uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. I've, and I had oh, always yeah. said for a long time that that was my favorite one. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, I also very much enjoyed um, the Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. That movie was so good. I saw it in theaters and I just, I couldn't stop laughing and clapping at every single moment that was going on like i will forever forever love that hair tie line in the movie oh, like i no. almost like stood up and applaud in my in my yes girl yes <laughs> her, yeah. hair tie yes that is that is yeah. solidarity right there thank you so much ladies so that movie I is like it. when you hear like little lines like that it's it, it just really you're like no one ever thinks of that unless you're a girl. Only yeah. girls recognize it. Like I, I don't know if a guy would ever like write that into a script, mm -hmm. or or a male director would put that in because like I don't know if guys. I'm sure guys have like a like a like a bromance version of that. I just don't know what it is. Yeah. Um. But it's such a thing for girls to have that moment where it's like, hey, need a hair tie. <laughs> like whenever we're in the bathrooms and at school and at work or whatever it comes up so often 
It's very yeah. true. Well, I always have an extra hair tie for that reason. Yeah, my desk at work, I have like five and they're all new because I want to make sure I'd be able to give a new one to somebody. It's in case they need one. So mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's how we as girls. Yeah, exactly. That, that's how we become family. <laughs> that is. You are yeah, tied to me now that you've used one of my hair ties. Yeah, that's exactly. Absolutely, my favorite part of that movie is it's clearly written by women, produced by a woman, directed by a woman. Like it is a female-driven movie, and you can feel it in the costumes, which is costume designers a woman as well. You like you can feel it. There's actually really good extras in the DVD of Birds of Prey where they talk about the costumes, and they said all these superhero movies always have girls in tight span. It's something we'd actually really want to wear because it's uncomfortable. So like, it's they're picking fun, beautiful things that we would totally buy and I mean, let's be honest i mean like i'm not gonna walk around trying to dress like carla quinn I at the same time, <laughs> I, mean, at the same time I like when like seeing her stills i remember like do you guys remember like when they were filming the scenes and we constantly got like behind the scenes yeah like back everything? so you would get like the 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 shots of them and you're like what the fuck is she wearing you're like what is she wearing like uh, like a romper that's neon, and she's wearing like yellow booties to go with it with sparkle pantyhose. <laughs> Almost, but somehow on screen, it just works. It not only just the magical chemistry of all things, you know, uh, uh, Margot Robbie, obviously, and being part of Quinn, it's a, it's a lot of its attitude, but at the same time, you know, it's the way it's shot and everything. It's yo, and back to costumes crystals on my brows <laughs> black canary oh my gosh i love oh, her look so much so cute oh i love i love black canary in general but when she would come out with the, just the beautiful outfits all the denim and the gold and oh, that hair. gold situation oh, she looked beautiful oh i loved it <laughs> and huntress i loved huntress she, just reminded, me of, like, she reminded me of like uh like a middle school emo version of myself or like early high school where I'm trying to figure makeup out. And so everything just looks a little too, like a little too harsh almost or a little like too, like where it's not blended. Yeah. It's just so hard. <laughs> That's just kind of the like look that. I was going for. <laughs> it, it felt like that. It, so. Absolutely. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. I've talked mm -hmm. about my favorite movies. That one could, could be recency bias, could be character bias, but I love birds of prey. I thought it was almost perfect. I was very pleasantly surprised. Um, from the first five minutes in the movie, I was sold when they were doing the animated story of her life. And like, they were going to like all her relationships and they showed a female character. So she's yeah. proving that she's bisexual, which made me very happy because Jeez, that's not acknowledged. Bisexual. I love yeah, it. And that made me very happy. So that movie, um, the first Iron Man is my favorite of the Marvel movies. I watch it all the time. Um, and then I watch a lot of animated movies, especially DC. They're kind of my go-to rewatch movies, so like Batman and Harley Quinn, Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay, Mask of the Phantasm, things like that. I watch mm -hmm. those a lot. <laughs> have you seen? Um, um, have you been making? Do you ever? I know because I know you read uh, comic books, like you mentioned earlier. Do you mm -hmm. ever uh, by using the DC um, the DC uh, app? Essentially, yes. do do you ever watch uh, uh, read the comics on screen? that kind of thing or do you I, use it on your phone? I have a Kindle so I've done it on there I've done it on my computer and my phone I haven't tried it on the TV though but yeah. it's really hard on the phone it's pretty small so I yeah. that's like my last choice but I kind of mostly do it on my desktop on my computer because I could just say yeah. it but well, I they have some great comics on yeah. there yeah 
there um i've been wanting to take advantage but i only use it on tv and i'm like i was going through it and i'm like i can't read a comic on tv like i can't i'm like looking at this to read the lines it's not gonna like don't don't feel right enhance okay. zoom yeah there's a few comic there's a few comics on there i highly recommend if you are gonna dabble uh there's like uh flashpoints on there uh crisis of the infinite earth is on oh, there yeah i read flashpoint yeah, yeah. and nice. then uh there's a it's a, a run of like five comics. I think it's episode, not episode, comic 33 through 37 of the Harley Quinn run from the early 2000s. That's the Behind Blue Eyes storyline. And Birds of Prey is loosely yeah. based on it. It's a little yeah. bit darker in the comic book, like what some stuff that happens in there and just the right. overall Kona story. But it's very similar to Birds of Prey. And I recommend it. It's really good. I'm really, one second. I'm going to, I will be right back. I'm so sorry, y'all. Okay. No, oh. we're good. <laughs> um, I also really love uh, Gotham City Sirens. I haven't read too much of them. Um, mm. I've only read a handful of uh, uh, comics with them, and I really thoroughly enjoy it. I'm hoping that the next one, they keep talking about how it's Gotham City mm -hmm. Sirens to be the inspiration behind this movie in particular, but I was like, mm -hmm. no, that didn't happen, obviously. Yeah. So I'm hoping, you know, they do talk about the relationship between Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn, similarly how they do um, in, the, in the animated series, because mm -hmm. I, I do love both relationships because they do have a romantic relationship and the arguably in the anime series and in the comics mm -hmm. um and some versions of it but in the anime series you know they're besties and yeah. i also love that relationship as well so both of them are so close to my heart what i would love them to do with harley quinn is her to kind of like jump stories so we had her in birds of prey so now the next birds of prey she's not in it it's just the birds and then now maybe she can have a movie where she's with the sirens and it's her and the and so like she just kind of like jumps around a little bit because that's harley harley doesn't stick in one place for very long and then we can have poison ivy and harley because that, that's pam is the best person harley's ever had a romantic relationship with and they think they are soulmates and they need to be together. You know what? Um, best friend soulmates mm -hmm. is a very real thing. That is it's true. We have Romantic soulmates, like, babe, I know you're watching this and I love you. But finding a best friend soulmate is very real. Yeah. It's intensely real and <laughs> very, I feel like it's impossible. <laughs> and I am so glad to find you guys, honestly. And, you know, have that friendship bestie for the rest of your relationship with you guys. I really do. Oh, Real quick, we have a together. super chat. It says props to Birds of Prey for Bernie the Beaver. Yes. Very happy <laughs> that Bernie the Beaver showed up in Birds of Prey. That made me very, very, very happy. Um, oh, oh. Um, if you're, okay, so if you're watching this as well um, in the chat, and if you guys, uh, who would you guys cast as um, Poison Ivy in the next one? Oh. The sequel to the Harlequin movie. I know they've talked about a whole bunch of people talk about they they've been trying to audition and everything. And mm -hmm. so, don't Pam, you have any suggestions? Pam is so hard. I honestly, I'm trying to think because also to me, it's not just who could play Pam, but who can play Pam against Margot's Harley because that chemistry is so important. Um, also, they need to be different at the same yes. time. Like you can't really, you can't really pick mm -hmm. like a blonde, curvy, blonde haired, blue eyed mm -hmm. girl to be. It, it has yeah. to yank to her gang. So yeah, exactly. The one. I, um, yeah, mm. I need that for sure. Danny, help us out. Tell me, tell me, Jonah. Sorry y'all, my Whataburger got delivered late. 
<laughs> no, but you eat that water burger, girl. Oh my gosh. Um, did you get that shake? Someone said something in the chat. Yes, my shake is right over there. Uh, someone said something in the chat about um, Anna Darmus, and I love that idea. That sounds like a great. I, I don't. I don't watch the uh, the Harley mm -hmm. Quinn show. So I don't know how that relationship is. I don't read the comics. So I don't know exactly. I can't give a valid opinion mm -hmm. on this because I don't know the character. But mm -hmm. I love Anna Darmus and any excuse to watch her. Uh, yeah. So Totally. I love her. And she was in Blade Runner, right? It's a face in Blade Runner. And I loved her in that. Um, I, I really enjoyed her in that. Knives Out movie. I didn't like the movie at all, but I really enjoyed her in it. Um, I loved that movie so much. It was one of my favorites from last year. So good. Respect. Um, yeah. I mean, what about you? Harley Quinn. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Your name's not Harley Quinn. Sorry. It's not. Today it is, but no. <laughs> uh, it's She is going to be hard. I see someone suggesting uh, Florence Pugh in the chat. I can see, I love a like kind of a dry, tough Ivy They're where so she's- They're similar though already. What? They're kind of similar, aren't they? Mm -hmm. They're both blonde, blonde hair and yeah, blue eyes. but I mean, Herbie. Ivy needs to be green skinned and red hair. Like that's like, to me, that's important. I mean, she's not always in the comics. She yeah, yeah, she wouldn't start, yeah. She initially wouldn't start off that way for mm -hmm. sure. But I think Florence could pull off being a redhead kind of convincingly. If she is really blonde, blondes usually can do both fairly well. I'm not saying she's my first choice, but I, I thought that suggestion was interesting. I don't have a suggestion really. To me, almost a ca cast somewhat unknown that I don't know very well because I can't think of any. What about Amy Adams? I think she's, I hate saying this like this, but I think a little bit older for the part. Not, not necessarily age-wise, but like just how she carries herself, if that makes sense. I don't She's very, yeah, she's, she, I feel like she's a very distinguished actress. And she, mm -hmm. she, yeah. I feel yes. like she's mature. That's the thing. Yeah. She comes off very professional. She comes off very, yeah, that's exactly I don't like to older. She just comes off very. Distinguished is a great word. That's yeah, like the word. Like, like yeah. Yeah. distinguished. Yeah, I don't know she doesn't come off as playful, mm -hmm. but that also maybe we haven't really seen her in movies in mm -hmm. very recently where she comes off as playful. I mean, did you walk in Trunkwood? <laughs> Do the what? True. Enchanted where played the Disney princess. Wasn't that 10 years ago? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She still looks good, though. No, she's amazing. I, I, okay, so I have two people, and one of them was actually mentioned in the chat. A woman named, she was actually in Iron Man 3. That would be Rebecca Hall. I think she I love Rebecca Hall. Love her. The Orphanage. Love that movie. But also, in a very different route, Janelle Monet. I don't know if I know who that is. I'm gonna look her up. She was Janelle Monae. Janelle She's fantastic. Um, she's uh, she's actually uh, in a relationship. She's actually in a she relationship with uh, Tessa Thompson. She's wonderful. She's a singer, actress. She's been in, and she's actually being involved with a lot of movies right now. I actually personally would wanted to love to see her as Catwoman. Mm. And I would Catwoman. Catwoman yes. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um. But Janelle Monet, she's been she's in a bunch of upcoming projects. She was in like hung, um, Hidden Figures, mm -hmm. um, but she's she was she played at the Oscars. Um, I remember her at the Oscars. She was fantastic at the Oscars. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but she has a really great physical presence. She's a very physical actress. 
Mm -hmm. um, because she has a history of dancing and uh, the way she moves is it's very clear and also you can, so you can get a lot of that kind of dance aspect movements too like similar to ivy which i love yeah but yeah. also she's 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 obviously she's she's uh she's a petite woman she's she's a very petite woman she's black and i would love and you know that a very different approach to the character very just a very different interpretation and why the we can have her she doesn't yeah. even need technically redhead honestly no so yeah no i think she'd be great as either Harriet, or I, Harriet. Harriet. So I love her and watch Harriet. Sorry, I just went on it. No, that's great. I apologize, guys. Don't apologize. You pay more than me. I don't know. I want her to see her more stuff, and she's not getting cast, and I don't know why. She seems like a badass. No, she's got a movie coming out soon. Um, Anything else? She. I know she's done. She's doing, like, a series or something. Um. Oh, wait. Um. Antebellum something, mm -hmm. I, I want to say. Oh. Yeah, that's the new movie that she's going to come out in. That one looks pretty cool. I'm actually excited about that one. I think um, Jordan Peele is uh, producing it. Uh, mm. So that would be, the, I think that's going to be a really I, interesting movie. I still can't get what it's going to be about. It, there looks like there's time travel involved. So automatically, I'm in. Anything with time travel, I'm instantly in. All right. And we have a Streamlabs. We have it from Weston. Uh, Happy Mother's Day, ladies. In the new Justice League Dark movie, is the new Justice League Dark movie included in this discussion? I hope not so good yet so traumatizing. Oh, I have not cool. seen it yet. I did a reaction to the trailer. It looks really good. I have not got a chance to watch it yet. But thanks for the Happy Mother's Day. I am a mother. And uh, my kids are actually out there making a Mother's Day card for me right now. I'm not supposed to know that, but that's what's happening. <laughs> That's very cute. Hard. <laughs> That's so, very cute. Yeah. But yeah, that movie looks interesting. I was actually, when I watched the trailer, I was really excited for it. It's got a great cast. A lot of people reprising their roles from other animated features. So yeah, I need to watch it. I love how in a lot of, well, I, I feel like it's kind of funny that once you're in a superhero movie or mm -hmm. superhero show, mm -hmm. you're, you're, your likeness or your voice, it gets recycled. Like so many people, like how many times is like the guy, the actor, he was like, he was in Smallville. He was Lex Luthor. He's been in oh. a, he voices, not Green Lantern. Maybe it's the Flash. I can't remember. Um, but he's like, they they just recycle each other. They're like, you were loved in this show. Be in this show. Only it's a different character. What? <laughs> and uh, the guy that played uh, Superman in that show, uh, young, very young Clark Kent, um, they just keep recycling. And a lot of them, they, they play the same. They do the same. Uh, they're involved for like 20 plus movies and shows and everything. So it's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, thank you. The Flash. Yeah, I didn't watch the... Um... I didn't watch the whole Flashpoint thing with the Flash, and I know that that's when they brought in a lot of um, other characters from older shows, like the Smallville Superman was in that, I believe, mm -hmm. and a bunch yeah. of other Supermans, and then there were a bunch of callbacks. Yeah, he, have you ever read or seen Reverse Flashpoint? Mm -mm, no, I don't. I, I well, I don't read comics. It's not. It's not that I don't want to. It's mm -hmm. definitely that I. I that's not it at all. I love mm -hmm. comic book movies. I love the idea of comics. Um, I do have like 
Yeah. I do have a Hellboy comic that I really, really liked. Um, I just, I just don't have time, haven't mm -hmm. had time or made it a priority, but it's definitely something that I would really like to get into. I do have, uh, what is it? Mad Love? What's the Harley Quinn? Mad Love. Mm -hmm. yeah. I do have that one on uh, on my iBooks, and I read that one a long time ago. Mm. Excuse me. Um, I think like w when Suicide Squad was announced, I think it's when I downloaded that one. But mm -hmm. I have read that one. I was obsessed with Archie comics when I was a kid. But I just what? Oh yeah, I love the surprise. But I've never I've never seen an episode of um, that show that it's based on. Yeah, Riverdale. Riverdale, okay. thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, I haven't watched it either. Yeah. I haven't watched it. I, I, that show keeps being recommended to me, but I read the plot and I'm like, this sounds like something I'm really not about. I <laughs> like the also, Sabrina show. Mm -hmm. The Sabrina okay, show that I they did on Sabrina. Netflix. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed it. Uh, the first yeah. one was great. Second season, third season. Or is there, wait, whatever the last one was, was it was fine. It was fine. But it just seems like it's yeah. going off. And I know that it's made by the same people. And I think it's also considered in the same universe. So mm -hmm. It is, 100%. It's actually like reference in Sabrina, Riverdale. Yeah. Speaking of something else in the Archie universe, a really extremely underrated comic book movie that came out a long time ago, Josie and the Pussycat. <laughs> no! Uh, I love that movie so, um, so much. I the soundtrack all the time. That soundtrack okay. is the Best soundtrack ever. Oh my gosh. It's Woo, I'm a punk rock prom queen, y'all. Always have been. That soundtrack. Okay, so it's fantastic. I we okay, just saying y'all, if you're not familiar with it, I did a little show on I, I did a little special on that for Cinema Bias. We do that every single every single Tuesday evening. Just send definitely check it out, where we kind of dive into the biases of each other's and, uh, movies. Anyway, but I chose this movie one week. This movie came out at just the right time for us. <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's between the age of like ten to fifteen, in particular. Yeah. This movie is gold. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Love that movie. Definitely no, had my own set of pet ears I used to wear around because I wanted to be Josie. Rosario Dawson, <laughs> Rachel Lee Cook, Tara Reed. Oh my gosh. I yeah. oh my gosh, yeah. What a cast. Like so much behind anyone else who was in it. <laughs> uh, Parker Posey, uh, Alan Cumming. Um, I love Alan Cumming. <laughs> and the then Dijor. Oh my gosh. Death meets du jour. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. I love it. There's and besides like du jour, like the the band. It but they uh, talk about a there. There's the opening song that it goes into. It's just talking about gay sex. Backdoor lover, <laughs> and it's like, but it's talking about there you go. Um, it's it's really really great. <laughs> Love that it's delightful little film. Even more delightful soundtrack. Yes. Mm -hmm. That also, I don't know if they ever have the song at a karaoke place, but they do. I could easily do because I know all the words to like every song because I love that soundtrack. Well, okay. Well, sticking to the whole DCEU situation. Okay. So, uh, 
one. That movie came out in oh one. I was trying to figure out what oh, year. Oh, I should have looked at the chat just in case someone said it, but that well, movie I came do, out in oh one. Well, I do want to ask you guys about where um, some of our characters. Now, obviously, we're fe we're women. And we've talked about like our favorite characters, our favorite movies, and everything. But specifically, I would do want to dedicate dedicate a little a little time to villains, because when they say that one of the big faults people talk about when it comes to MCU is it doesn't have an amazing villain that we didn't really have one until Thanos. And people argue Loki, but he's, he's a an anti-hero, I guess. Yeah. I guess, you know, he's an anti-hero that's killed a lot, a lot of people. But, <laughs> but that's something uh, the DCU has a complete leg on um, over MCU. So do you guys have any favorite M DCEU villains? There's a bazillion of one, obviously. Harley is an anti-hero or she I'm just an anti-hero. Kind of flip -off, so yeah. yeah, she does what she wants. Yeah. I probably wouldn't consider her in the conversation. Um, my favorite, I loved Zod in the DCEU. I thought Michael Shannon did a great job. I loved him. In that Me too. Yeah. Michael Shannon can do no wrong. I just finished Waco and I fucking love Michael so Shannon. good in Waco. Waco yeah. was gnarly. That's a good show, but I cried a lot. <laughs> How do you think of uh, Michael Shannon recently? Um, no. Okay, I'm gonna see if I can find a pictures, but the man has like he he does he's he's very he's not super famous for it, but if you no. see him at like prem, uh, premieres or anything like that, he is uh, he doesn't have a stylist, he doesn't care about having stylists, it's just not something he cares about in general, but he likes to be colorful whenever mm -hmm. he wears anything outside the house. Okay, mm -hmm. let me see if I can like bring up pictures. All right, well, I love that one. I love that one picture of uh, Michael Shannon where he's sitting down in a bar finding out that he won like a Golden Globe or something like that. <laughs> I love Michael Shannon. So yeah. Much. It's hilarious. Okay. Um, trying to think of uh, Catwoman was always one of my favorite villains for sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. Oh, yes. my God. <laughs> Talk about hot. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Um, I would be a miss. If I did not say Joaquin Phoenix Joker, even though he's kind of the hero of his own story in that movie, overall he was—he's like my favorite. And then I actually do like Jared Leto's Joker. I—I <laughs> I, I appreciate it. I'm not gonna. <laughs> okay, so the TV villains are a totally different conversation. Okay, Kingpin. There's been a lot of good. TV villains for Marvel, the purple, for sure. the purple man. Oh, oh, I love Killer oh. Jessica Jones. I love Jessica Jones so much. That was such a good show. Oh, I never God. watched it. I didn't watch any Girl. of those shows. I didn't watch them all. Mm, I'm very upset about it. Sorry. Get yourself together. I, I mean, they were coming on whenever Game of Thrones was still on. Oh my gosh, that is a glorious shirt. I love that. Yes, Michael <laughs> Jordan. Yes. Do it. Oh, yeah. uh, uh. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. I love it so much. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's great. But the, the, the man just I, I appreciate that. I'm gonna see if I can bring up like another picture of him, just a... I'm sorry, just keep going back to this. Yeah. And then uh I'm gonna go into Marvel real quick. Um uh Killmonger, definitely top. Um Vulture. I loved Michael Keaton and the Vulture. I thought he did a great Dude, job. 
I thought and then Thanos. I love Michael Keaton though. <laughs> I love Michael Keaton and everything he does. So that's really hard for me not to like something. Like that that I love that oh my gosh. Yeah. I love him so much. He's now my new favorite person, I think. <laughs> yes. I love it. He's a he's a cool fella. He's an he interesting cool. fella. He's and I respect cool. that. What is going on here? I don't what? What is going on there? Interesting. I think it's like he'd uh, maybe he was uh, tr- about to shave his head and he forgot he had a good premiere and he's like, "Oh, whoops! Oh my shave. god, forgot." Yeah, but he's a interesting fellow. Um, um yeah, uh, that's a whole other conversation though because I mean te- they're not technically part of the MCU. MC- I mean, like it wasn't until very recently, like when Disney bought. MC, MCU that Shield wasn't even officially recognized. I think I, I, I did watch Agents of Shield. <laughs> I that's something that I did watch. I watched Agents of Shield. I didn't watch the last season, um, but I caught up to it uh, on Netflix, and uh, I really enjoyed Agents of Shield. Did you watch that, Kelsey? I did not. I haven't seen Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's one thing, live action TV, I have not seen much DC or Marvel. I only saw a couple of the first seasons of like Arrow and Flash and Supergirl, and then I fell off of that. I didn't watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I've watched uh, Jessica Jones and Daredevil, but I I don't know why I couldn't get into the live action shows, but I haven't, I have not seen a single episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I've, uh, I, it's, it's cheesy, kind mm-hmm. of, sort of, but it's really good um towards the beginning it kind of falls off a little bit but there are definitely some surprises that happen in the show that i was totally down for um the only the only thing that i didn't like and this is probably something that i shouldn't say online but um uh what's her name the girl who plays quake um chat help me out here um yeah quake? uh yeah um quake is her is her hero name. I can't, Daisy is supposed to be her name. I think I can't. Wait, can't wait, I think she was a voice. Um, um, she was a voice uh, behind the little girl in Abominable. Chloe Bennett. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah, so Chloe That's Bennett. True. I found out that Chloe Bennett was dating. Um, what's his name? What's the super douche's name? This uh, is why we can totally compete on Schmodown, guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That uh, one person, that one lady, that mean? one year, that one uh, Logan Paul. Logan uh, Paul, yes. I found out that she was Logan Paul, and I was like, mm, I don't know how I feel about this show anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Everyone's okay. I mean, everyone's going to make mistakes every once in a while. <laughs> we've, we've all dated somebody that we regret. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, but yeah, and then someone in the chat asked if we're going to include like uh, X-Men and stuff, even though they're not. Oh. Just, yeah, we will. We're getting there. Technically, I love Harley Quinn. She's really my second favorite superhero-ish character of all time. My favorite X-Men character is an X-Men, so yeah. we will definitely be talking about X-Men. I, I feel very conf- okay. Um, my favorite DC villains in general. I mean, I like uh, Ra's al Ghul. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I mean. Can he die? I don't know. I also, I'm not. I, I know it's kind of cliche, but I really, really love Mr. Freeze. I, it's I. Mr. Freeze, it's, it's so fun. Oh, I, I love it. it. I, I love it. It's such a ridiculous comic book villain, and I love it. It's it's great. I would kind of say. Um, also, Bane. Uh, I mean, Bane. I know I'm kind of focusing on Batman, but Batman's like one of the primary. He's like one of the 
only yeah. couple books that I, I read for it's a while. the better rogues gallery overall, in my opinion. So, I I watched yeah, uh, Batman great. versus Robin recently, and the Bane in that Batman versus Robin is so good. <laughs> I don't know what anyone says. Okay. <laughs> Or he's just a, or he's just a bodyguard for Poison Ivy. Yeah. <laughs> Bane, Bane in the Harley Quinn anime show is one of the best parts of that show. <laughs> he is so oh, I, really I can't who voices him. I like, can't who is like, Where will I want my own chair? <laughs> oh <old> man. <laughs> well, where's like teaming when he's teaming up with um with Two Face? Uh-huh. Uh, Oh my gosh. And he's like, I, Who's faces? I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't think they're gonna see the reference that we are two teams. It was like <laughs> two faces being two people. I think oh, they're all utilizing it. Bane is uh James a dominant domain. I've never heard of him. <laughs> but he is yes, fantastic I as Bane. Yes. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, I, so I, uh, I don't read comics, but I do like to watch YouTube videos about comics. Mm -hmm. So there was, I was doing, um, just like going down a wormhole, a Marvel wormhole and what was different in the movies and the comics and stuff like that. And I know that there's a part in the infinity, um, series in the comics where Gamora actually takes the, um, the gauntlet from Thanos and uh, mm -hmm. Gamora kind of like runs shit for a little bit. Not Gamora, I'm sorry. Not not Gamora. Nebula. Um, um, Nebula. Yes, thank you. Um, I would love to have seen something like that on, in the movies anywhere. Like, mm -hmm. I know that she kind of goes against him, but to see her, like, to see Nebula kind of get a little bit of power, I think would have been pretty cool. Would have yeah. been. Pretty cool. I liked Nebula. Um, I really I love did. Nebula. Karen Gillian is one of my favorite actresses, and she was great. So, I honestly, God, feel like she should have been nominated for her best supporting actress. I really do. I like. Don't get me wrong, Natasha Romanoff's character and everything. I I love her character and everything. She's and she's been doing her character for like ten years or something now, mm -hmm. which is nuts. But at the same time, honestly, Nebula was better. <laughs> that movie but for if we're talking about the movies by themselves not like the culmination overall mm -hmm. not we're not about career characters like robert Downey jr you know things like mm -hmm. that but totally agree i would have loved to see that happen mm -hmm. is that like I, is that like do you think that there's like an animated movie where that's the case or something i would love them to do the infinity gauntlet storyline in an animated movie i would love that well, maybe I don't know if they exist somewhere because I've not heard of one, but they need to do one if they haven't. Do you think they, <laughs> they could be considered for like you know the what if series that they're gonna do? They're gonna maybe that they're gonna be toy cool. with that. That could be cool. Be I'm excited for the what if series. That's gonna be fun. I'm really if yeah. Making me have YouTube holes to fall into regarding superhero stuff. Have you guys like X Men? Uh, Comic Book Girl 19 does this awesome series about the X-Men comics, and especially yes. the Phoenix Dark Phoenix saga. Yes, it's yes. so good. It's so good. It's like, what I really love about that whole thing, like, um, I used to watch a whole bunch of Comic Book Girl, especially I found her through uh, her Game of Thrones reviews. Mm -hmm. So that was how I found her. And then I just started deep diving into her shit. And she just is really passionate about her content. And um, that's what I really enjoy about her. Plus, she's she's a very witchy woman, and I love it. And so I'm always here for that. Um, I know Danny, uh, my Wonder Twin, 
we talked about CB19 and uh, one of her read-alongs. She did a Watchmen uh, read-along. She June, too. And she's doing, she was doing Dune. That was the last time that mm-hmm. I ever kept up with any of her stuff, but I just mm-hmm. haven't. I haven't had a chance to like pick it up. I think that was really when I started to get more involved with this and the showdown. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. That's why I, I stopped watching a lot of the content that I was watching, but definitely. Yes. Kelsey, that is a great example of something to get into because she goes for it and she knows so much shit about she it. Does. Really interesting. And it's excellently produced. Like the way yeah. they do the scenes and the voiceovers like that is so yeah. well produced too. So it, it I, every time someone and I robot. talk about X-Men, I'm like, go I watch this. Robot. I was just about to say, I miss Robot. Uh, isn't that Dark Phoenix supposed to be, I don't know, a bird? <laughs> that was a good one. That was great. That was great. <laughs> um, was it, I actually discovered her. I, I, re- I haven't seen her in a long time, but I actually really loved her. Um, uh, but I did watch the down the wor- a wormhole like forever ago. I actually discovered uh, com- uh, uh, CB19 before I even discovered Schmodown or Collider itself. I started watching uh, her and then one of the recommended videos was like movie talk and I started watching a bunch of those and then here we are. Mm-hmm. It just kind of uh, evolved. But um, I actually started watching her specifically because I love, uh, I-, I actually love watching uh, movies. Lucas makes fun of me all the time about it. I love watching um little videos about film analysis on horror films, horror thrillers, because I hate watching horror thriller movies personally. And I, cause I mean, cause there was a, cause uh, there would be a, for a long time, there'd be a period where Lucas would be traveling for work a lot. And I would be by myself, like maybe a week or two of the month, you know? And as a result, you're not going to watch a horror movie about a, serial killer torturing and killing like a family and then you're going to go to bed by yourself i'm not a psycho no i can't do that like i'll look you awake till like 5 a.m and then wake up at six (laughs) but (laughs) wow thank you lucas you would never make fun of me interesting okay i you know what i believe that to be 100 percent true yeah, but I have discovered that I love watching the film analysis of these horror movies, like the psychology of like The Ring, Audition, um, you know, Get Out. I haven't seen the entire movie of Get Out, but I've seen like 30 out of film analysis talking about the movie. You know, Get Out isn't necessarily that scary. I think you'd be fine yeah. watching Get Out because it's not it's mm-hmm. it's a thriller, but uh, it's not it's not extremely gory or anything yeah, like that. But I yeah. Think- I think scary in a different way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, scary in a different it's totally way. Scary. <laughs> Spiders or something. Like I refuse to watch Saw. I saw the first Saw and that movie traumatized me for like three years. Oh, like Saw, I, I, I love that one. Sinister. Too much for me. Like the concept I love, but okay. I can't watch that. Yeah, I can't. I saw just the 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 one where she has to stick her hand into a box and then it like that after that like nope, absolutely not never again. Mm-mm. There was a it was in one of the sequels where one of the girls I I don't like the scene stuck with me in particular where uh-huh. she uh like a drug dealer like a drug dealer like tossed one of the girls that had a history of a of addiction into a pile of needles of, of syringes. Yes, mm-hmm. and I was like, that one too. Oh, oh man, I don't want to oh. talk about this anymore. You know? <laughs> <laughs> over here. Oh. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know where just that seat, that moment where he picks her up and just throws her in. Yeah. Yes. That's- moment in particular for some reason it like pops into my noggin out of nowhere and i would be in the middle oh. of like popping zucchini or something yeah the first and I'm like, 
the farthest I got with Saw was Saw 3, and there's this one scene that scarred me a little bit. That's when I found I'm like, I'm done with these movies. I can't watch them anymore. Apparently, we're, we're talking about app. Saw 2, the movie that we're all talking about. Is Saw <laughs> yeah, Saw 2, 2 is that one. So, obviously, Saw 2 fucked us all up. <laughs> yep. Saw 3 is the one that got me. I was like, I'm well, done. I can't explain something in the chat about the Boy Meets World Halloween special, and hell fucking yes, that special is so good. I love it what so much. Uh, oh, Boy Meets World. Halloween. Yes, with um, uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt comes out in it, and it's so good. It's hilarious. I love that one. Oh. Oh, I feel like we have an entire episode talking about Halloween movies and Halloween Disney movies and <laughs> TV. Oh my God. I know. That's will go all over the place. <laughs> that, that's right. It usually does anyway, but yeah. Okay, so. I know we're talking about Ben. Ben Goddard's in the chat. This is for Ben Goddard. What a burger. Everyone's like, water. Part of Chris, Chris or Robert. (laughs) Um, I know I brought it up earlier, but I say it again. I want to play a little game of MASH. Oh my God. (laughs) MASH. Okay, y'all, if you're watching this and are not familiar with what MASH is, get excited. Because MASH is the greatest game ever. And I might, okay, Lucas, heads up if you're, I know you're watching this, but uh, my headphone is very low and I might have to take it off at some point. I feel like Lucas would bring it up. Anyway, we're going to play MASH. So MASH is a little game you play when you're very, very little and to determine your future. I'm kind of, and we're going to do like DCEU slash MCU adaptations of it so there are different categories to this one of it is like who's going to be your future husband or name handy whatever it may be husband name three mcu and dceu characters to be your future partner kelsey let's start with kelsey Kelsey. okay i'm gonna say jared leto's joker (laughs) loki Loki, I'm supposed to get pattern. Okay. And I'm Killmonger. <laughs> what the F? <laughs> yeah. Choosing so like a bad boy. <laughs> yeah. You like sociopaths. <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> okay. Okay. Next one is um, where will you live? Where? Um, are we going like individual buildings or just like towns? Individual um, pl- just it could be countries, it could be planets, it okay. could be galaxies, whatever. You right, I'm gonna do okay. uh, metricity, whatever you want to say. Okay, I'm gonna do places, I guess. I'm gonna do the booby trap, booby and trap. then I will do the bat cave. Ooh, oh, bat cave, and then I will do um, the palace in Wakanda. Wakanda Palace. That was going to be one of mine. (laughs) Palace. Yo. Okay. We should do these both together, no? That way it's... Oh, you know what? Okay. I was going to do one for you after, but totally. Okay. So in that case, Danny, you after. Okay. So I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, what were some of the other categories of MASH? I remember um, when you're going to marry, where you're going to live, the car you're going to drive, how many kids you're going to have. Oh, right. Yeah, job. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, it was Mary. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> H's uh, house. 
Yeah, H. So it's mansion, apartment, shack, house. That's oh, that's at the very top. That's at the very top. Yeah. Yes, that's match. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so we do all these and except the middle one, and then we're gonna do a whole thing, and we're gonna find out your future. Okay. So, what is gonna be another one's gonna be your weapon of choice. Oh, that's a good one. Weapon. You're going to be living potentially with Joker, Loki, or Killmonger. You better be prepared, girl. Okay. Got to have my bat. So that would be bat. one option. The bat. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to do Freeze's freeze gun. Just freeze gun. Okay. Throw that out there. And hmm, I feel like I need something Marvel related. Uh, scepter? Yeah. Let's do Loki's scepter. Okay, book okay. scepter. Chair. Okay. All right. Lady, Danielle, I gotta know. What up? Um, what will your job be? My job? Mm-hmm. That's where I'm gonna start. Mm-hmm. Um okay, let's see. What would In the world of DCE slash I know MCU. I'm trying to think of what it what different things what jobs I can have in the DCU universe or in the Marvel universe. Um, you can work with shield. You can be a, you can be a sidekick to the oh, Joker. Okay. You could be, um, you okay, could be so one of the guards women, women from, uh, whatchamacallit from Wakanda. Yeah. yeah. A lot so I definitely want to be, uh, an agent of shield. Put that in there. Okay. Um, Let's go with a, a detective in Gotham. Ooh, creative. I love that. And um, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, what was uh, Idris Elba's job in Asgard? What was he guarded the... Um, That's what, uh, what What's the word? It's Ryan! Called. Ryan! Hold us. <laughs> It's, oh, oh, it's it, uh, I'm drawing a blank of what that's called. Oh, that's a good one, Danny. Work for the Daily Beagle. Um, what is? I forget what it's called, but whatever you just Alba does in in the Watcher, Thor, did. that's what the I want. Watcher did. Watcher and Asgard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rainbow, Rainbow Bridge, Bridge Guardian. Guardian. Okay. Rainbow Bridge Guardian. Okay. Okay. The okay. We got husband. I know that that's what where are you going to live? Um, weapon. We got your job. Another Bifrost. one. Sorry. The word's driving me nuts. The Bifrost. Bifrost. There you go. <laughs> Robert Adams says Thank it in you. there. Okay. Another <sighs> one would be keeper of the Bifrost. Um, who would be your best friend? Me or Kelsey. Let's stick with you, Danny, since uh, Kelsey already did three. Um, who would be my best friend? Uh, female. I'm gonna go with. Um, Jenna Brenner. Who would be my best friend? Who would I want to be my best friend? I think I would want Doctor well, Strange as a best friend. Ooh. I think he'd be cool to have a best friend as. Um, I would definitely want. Um. 
Catwoman to be my best friend also. And then I'm going to go with... Um, I'm going to get out of this section of Marvel and go into a different section of Marvel. And I'm going to say Storm. I don't want Storm. Ooh, great pick. Yes. Okay. What are some other options? You got husband, where you're going to live. We have your weapon of choice. You have your job, uh, your best friend. What are some other categories that we should consider? Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Think. What would your name be? No, no. Eh. Guys, tell us what would it give us a category. <laughs> give us a category for mash power. Perfect. That's a good one. Okay. What would your superpower be, Danny? Um, I was gonna say fly, but like flying just feels so basic compared to all of the other powers that are there. Um, but, uh, time travel would be one of them. Um, super strength just seems like a good one to have in this universe and, uh, telekinesis. Telekinesis? I feel like I'm spelling it wrong. Am I spelling it right or am I wrong? I have no clue. Who cares? Um, uh, another one. Okay, so what is another category? Infinity Stone. Let's go with Infinity Stone. Danny, thank you. Kelsey, Harley. Okay, so we're going Infinity Stones. The Reality Stone is one of my favorites. Oh, no. Reality? Um, we'll do the Power Stone. Power? Oh, and no. then Soul Stone. Oh, that's and a good one. Soul Stone. Oh, Soul Stone. So someone is gonna die. Interesting. <laughs> One of us knows the trend of things I pick. <laughs> I'm not gonna walk around with you for much longer. Okay. okay. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. And the last one. And thank you so much, Danny. Come on with some of these awesome ones. What's going to be your sidekick? Danny's trying to turn us into Disney princesses with that one. <laughs> Bruce. <laughs> yeah, these are dead now. But that's really who he was pl playing that question for. <laughs> Bruce. Bruce. What is going to be um, the your okay. animal sidekick? We are actual Disney princesses. And oh, all these and all the character. a lot of the characters are Disney princesses already. So, you know. Sidekick, animal sidekick. Who else, Kelsey? Um, I'm trying to remember. We could do. I feel bad calling him an animal sidekick, but he is an animal. Uh, spider pig. <laughs> oh, spider I love that. <laughs> Brilliant. Spider pig. Spider pig. Spider pig. All right. Okay. Back and forth, Danny. You got one. Um. Who would I pick as an animal? You know, what? it doesn't even have to be an animal. Does group count? It. Can we count Groot? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Baby Groot specifically? Baby Groot. Yeah. I got you, boo boo. I mean, I like I like Big Groot. He's cool. And okay, Groot. one more. I want to Did we put Bruce down? What? Huh? Did we put Bruce down? Bruce? He's Bruce. That's her hyena. Her oh. hyena in the movie. She has different oh, ones. She has yeah. two different ones of video games. In the movie, she has Bruce. Bruce. Okay. So, 
before you start, let me just say something. I feel like I have to say it because I didn't know how you were going to do this, Alex. I thought you were going to give us each individual ones. So I am very upset at the lack of representation in the very first one. So um, my my marriage partners would have uh, definitely been um, uh, Black Panther, Valkyrie, for sure, would love to marry her. And... Um, who else was I going to put on there? I think I was going to put Captain Marvel on there as well. So, but. Okay. You know what? I can definitely do. We're going to have the same chart. I just wrote those down. I'll do like different partners. Different partners. So, yeah. Okay. Now we got that. So just a quick overview of what it looks like. Oh, bugger. Okay. Just give you a quick overview. Okay. So this is what it looks like y'all. So we got husband, we got Joker, Loki, Killmonger for our girl Kelsey, as well as for Danny. We got Black Panther, Valkyrie, and Captain Marvel. Some wonderful picks. Um, we got, they're going to be possibly living in a booby trap, Bat uh, Cave, Wakanda Palace. Uh, the weapon of choice will be a bat, the freeze gun, or the scepter with Loki. It's a good one. Field agent, detective, and Gotham City. Uh, the other one is uh, the bridge guard, animal sidekick, Spidey Pig, Groot. Bruce, Stone, Reality, whoop, sorry. Power, Soul, Time Travel, Strength, Telekinesis, Doctor Strange, Catwoman, and Storm. Just saying. There's no- I would you pick one thing from X-Men? <laughs> sorry. We should have put more X-Men in there, Kelsey. Yeah, we should have. Um, okay, so, okay. All right, but how are we gonna do this? Uh, guys, uh, if you're a man, Watching this, did you guys ever play this when you were little? Danny, yeah. did you play this when you were dating? I definitely played this when I was little. I'm right. interested to see how you all get your counts because I remember two different ways to get a count. See, I don't remember at all how the counts happened. I just I, remember the name. Okay, so I'm gonna be spinning a little circle. That's okay, how it yeah. goes. That's <laughs> I remember. Yes, it was I'm that or dashes, circle. or you just write that, or you would just like do dashes. I, I did this. I grew up doing this, doing circles. Yeah. What we did, but, yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna be doing that, and that is a really big marker. So I don't want it to go everywhere. So I'm just gonna be using a pen instead, like an adult, I guess. Um, but I'll be doing that. Okay, so I'm gonna be keep doing spiral circles until you tell me my eyes are closed. Tell me when to stop. Go. Stop at me. <laughs> okay. So that means I have one, two, three, four. All right. We got four is the magic number. So Woo. no pressure. <laughs> Let's find out. Okay. So you are definitely one, two, three, four. You're definitely not living in a house. One, two, three, four. Um, you're definitely not living in a booby trap. One, two, three, four. Freeze gun. One, two, three, four. I'm sorry, Bruce. This is Mash. One, two, three, four. No reality sound. One, two, three, four. Strength. One, two, three, four. No strength. So this is round one. Mm -hmm. One, two, three, four. Sorry, girl. No joker. No! I know. <laughs> Stop it! Oh no! We have 
one option. We hear me living in a bat cave. Yay! It's a cool place to live. Oh. You're also gonna have Spider Pig as a pet as your second <laughs> Spider Ham. Spider Ham. And you're gonna have the Power Stone. Nice. Your best friend is me, Doctor Strange. Woo! Very cool. And yeah. Killmonger is gonna be your husband. I'm not complaining. I'm <laughs> <laughs> very. <laughs> We're gonna have the superpower of time travel. Okay, so you're gonna be living in a shack in the back cave. You're oh, yeah. gonna be a killmonger. <laughs> okay, so you're gonna live in a shack in the back cave. Your husband's going to be a killmonger. Oh, I forgot one. One, two, three, four. Sorry. Your weapon of choice will be the bat. Cool. Spider-Pig will be your uh, animal sidekick. Your job will be the shield agent. Interesting, being with the uh, killmonger. Your best friend forever is going to be Dr. Strange. He's immortal, so, you know. Um, you're going to be able to time travel and with access to the Power Stone. Mm. I like that. Time traveling with the Power Stone. Ain't too shy. And how, how are we figuring out Danielle's uh, partner? She had a different Well, choice. I was going to do the same thing, only like doing a different number. Okay. And I'm also going to be using. I don't know. By my count, it says Valkyrie. I'm just, let's just go with that one because, yes. Well, I'm <laughs> a different number. Okay. So I'm going to keep spinning and you tell me when. Okay. This was me. I was this person. Mm -hmm. Stop. I need that big old circle. It's not it's too big, actually. <laughs> it is It is five. Okay. Okay. So right out the gate. I'm just using this one because that one's not dying. One, two, three, four, five. Not Black Panther. Sorry, buddy. Five. One. Two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, two three, four. Do you remember the finger? Oh, okay. I movie Phenobia. I know what you're talking yeah. about. My daughter does those still. One, two, still I, thing, apparently. I'm looking for a piece of paper so I can do that. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, interesting. One, Tell two, me. three, four, five. One, two, three. Four, five. Ah, we have your wife. Who is she? One, two. Valkyrie. Yes. <laughs> That's the only one we want to care about. Mm -hmm. I love Tessa Thompson, though, like in real life also. Ooh, I love mm -hmm. that girl. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. We have your best friend, also Dr. Strange. One, two, three. Uh, let's say uh, four, five. Ah, snarf. One, two, three, four, five. Okay. Oh. We have your answer, lady. And I don't know you, if you highlighted this. You are going to be, this is true. I'm not a Thank you, I guess. Okay, so you are going to be living in a mansion. Also in the 
Wait, in a booby trap, not a bat cave. <laughs> With Valkyrie as your wife, because obviously. Um, you're going to have Loki's scepter as your weapon of choice. So pretty awesome right there. You're going to be uh, the, uh, the Rainbow Bridge Guardian. With also a spider pig as your pet. That's sorry, your animal sidekick. Danny, I apologize. Um, with the power stone and the ability to travel and Dr. Strange as your bestie. I, that's a that's a solid one. I'm Very okay good. with that. All right, and we do have a Streamlabs from Movie Fenobi. Alex broadcasting live from the basement, hopefully by Lucas's plan all along. Glad to see your new studio. Congrats. Hello, ladies, and Kelsey promoting the perfect Harley Quinn crazy. Good stuff, Steve. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm so excited for this whole setup. I have I have this massive light right here, which is really nice. Make sure <laughs> it's, glow. Basement, it's really dark. <laughs> so I'm very appreciative of it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so how do you guys feel about your future spouses? We're going to have some fun. <laughs> Harley's, you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember that uh, story that came out like forever ago? It was about that woman that she broke her mouthpiece or something from biting her jaw so hard while watching Black Panther. She broke her retainer. I think that was it. She broke her retainer by biting down so hard. And so. And Chadwick Boseman replaced it for her. <laughs> <laughs> he did. It was like, because she was like, oh. I love him. Like, if you, like, apparently it was like a direct reaction to her, like, watching mm -hmm. Chadwick Boseman. No, no, it wasn't Chadwick Boseman. It was uh, what's his face that played uh, Killmonger. Oh, uh, Michael okay. B. Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan. Nice. And they did it. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot how to fold that thing. I'm trying to fold that thing, and I think I forgot how to do it. Mm. I don't remember either. Wow. I'm kind of sad and disappointed in myself. Yes. yes. Just saying, should I frame this? Maybe I kind of want to. <laughs> <laughs> no, Alice has been trying to get us to play MASH for weeks now. Weeks. It's been an active process for a while because I really, okay, so when I wanted to do this, I wanted to, like I said to you guys earlier, like my future husband could be like Magneto, Grandmaster from Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, love mm -hmm. that. Yeah. So much. That or to be like Chris Helmsworth. <laughs> I just like seeing him like post videos on Instagram about him just like dancing to like Miley Cyrus with his kids, which is really adorable. Oh, that's cute. The that Wrecking Ball song cute. in particular, which is really funny. <laughs> that's cute. It's great. Hemsworth, uh, Helmsworth, tomato, tomato. Dean, come on. <laughs> you know. I definitely did this wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have no idea. Do, uh, do you guys have any favorite uh, non-superhero <laughs> Graphic novel movies? Sorry, uh, comic book movies that you like? Montevideo, Scott Pilgrim. It's my Scott favorite. And then I'd Josie. Totally. Josie's probably close second. Yeah. I don't... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I don't think it counts as a non-superhero. I wouldn't know where to put it, but I mean, I say it all the fucking time, and Danny, Danny Wonder Twin knows exactly what it is, and it's Tank Girl. Like it's that I love Tank Girl. Yeah. I love that movie so much. I, I try to watch it every single chance that I get, and it's hilarious. Mm -hmm. the, if if y'all don't know what Tank Girl is, 
please do yourself a favor and go find this Lori it's Petty greatness. It's streaming. I saw it. I can't remember if it was on Netflix or Hulu, but I saw it streaming somewhere. So yeah, go watch it. Uh, it's great. Ice T plays a uh, Ice T and Gary BC play uh, genetically modified kangaroos. It's amazing. There's two musical breakdowns, and Lori Petty is an ultimate badass in that scene. And um, that that young girl is always whoever that young girl is. Um, I love that little character and that, and I'll never forget that little ball with the little things on it. Like mm-hmm. that one was really cool. Yeah, on Prime. Nice pretty solid i would have to say um some of my favorite uh non-superhero comic book movies Uh, i really enjoy 300 gay jokes and all 300 (laughs) i love i really enjoy that movie it's it's ridiculous and i love it it's also like after um reading the uh going through the graphic novel it's like shot for shot which is really really beautiful Mm -hmm. Um, that was really interesting did that but i know it's stupid and ridiculous but i love the mask with jim carrey yeah the mask is fun it is fun it's like i know piercer is also one of my favorite movies ever to watch i love snowpiercer so much yeah i forgot that one is uh absolutely men in black ghost world yes Yes. i feel weird about ghost world it's kind of like how i feel about um juno a little bit Interesting. You, I, I, I enjoy listening to your takes on movies because they're always, they're always hot ones. It, no, it's, I, I don't feel like I have hot takes. Well, Juno in particular, um, I, I watched. I remember I saw the movie for the first time when I was like in late high school, so I was mm-hmm. a junior or senior, and I remember watching Juno in particular, loving that movie. I remember watching her and being like, she's so cool, she's so funny and quippy and mature and everything. And then I rewatched it like six months ago for the first time in years and it's a great soundtrack i love this i listen to the soundtrack, soundtrack is so good yeah that soundtrack bomb um but i after re-watching it i'm like it it's very obvious that she is a child at the same time and going through this experience and but it feels like that moment with her in the car oh it breaks me every time it really does. I feel like it's really good, but I mean, it's something agree you with, you're young versus you're older. You, I would agree with that. Yeah. Because when I watched it, I was that same age. I was in junior, senior high school, and she felt so like grown up and I'm like relatable yeah. and stuff like that. Then watching it now in my, like I'm 30 now, is like, okay, this is a child who got herself in a bad situation. Like it's just your take on it mm-hmm. and how you interpret the character is so different. Yeah. Absolutely. And I hate what's his face so much michael sarah or jason bateman because i hate both. i I love jason bateman himself but yeah he's a dick in that movie yeah (laughs) like i I remember seeing him when i was in high school i remember thinking oh he's cool and everything and i never really thought him as like an asshole i just remember thinking oh he's weird but now i'm like oh what he did jennifer to mama bear jennifer garner yeah I think I did get it. I was trying. I yeah. I think I did. I don't know why my paper is all completely ruined. But, I mean, you did it. I got it, and then it flips up. So, <laughs> yay! Do you guys remember these? These are fun. Yeah, I was never able to do that. I was always so jealous of people that could. I'll get a. I'll make a better one, and then we'll play the game. <laughs> that on some other stream. Yes. Yes. Oh, the, that's like that. I but I apply a lot of that same logic to Ghost World as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you watch when you're at that age, you know, yeah. it's it's very different, obviously, because you haven't lived, 
you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like not live. I mean, having kind of learned some life experiences and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, Cause they're, I think they're their senior year in school in that movie, right? They're like right before graduation in Ghost World when it came out like in 2000, 2001, I want to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. Steve Buscemi, what the fuck is he doing in that movie? Why is he just randomly hanging out with like a 16 year old girl? Yeah, 2001. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but I kind of look back and I'm like, yeah, that's kind of creepy though. Yeah. Why is he? And he's like, and he's like, he's not actively being creepy, like creepy towards her from what I remember, but he's like inviting her like this young girl into his house and they're having this kind of weird relationship where she kind of looks up to him but she kind of like sees him in a potential romantic way and he's like looking it down at her as like someone to talk to i guess it's, it's weird it's weird but at the same time i'm like you're like 80 not 80 but like 50 years old in the movie you know have you all i'm um, just thinking this movie just came into my brain right now um hard candy have y'all seen that <gasps> Hard Candy. Oh, yeah. I remember Hard Candy. Yeah, Hard Candy was really good. I enjoyed it. Love that movie. It, that's not a comic book movie at all. But <laughs> I would love to see that movie as a play, honestly. That would be nice. That'd be cool. That'd be interesting. I wonder how... I think it could work. I'm trying to think. Um, Doesn't any much. Comic book movies. Comic book movies are not superhero movies. Uh, does anyone else in the chat have any favorite ones? Kingsman, Men in Black, uh, History of Violence. Nice. Just saying. Um, just, just, I know yeah. a lot of people love Road to Perdition. I still have not <gasps> seen Road to Perdition. So Super Vendetta. I like love. Super Vendetta. Um, <sighs> I, there's a lot of like other things about V for Vendetta that are fine. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. I do want to let you know we had talked about doing this on Cinebice, but we both love the movie, so we can't talk about it. So, just saying. Sorry, I interrupted you. Blue is the warmest color. Jake thinks Scott Pilgrim is weird. Very sad. Happy birthday, though. It's a very, it's a very stylized movie. So if you if you don't like that kind of hyper stylized movies like that. Like, I know people that don't like Zack Snyder movies because it's so stylized. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because it's ridiculous, you know? But it's kind of like that. It's, it's very different. Lucas Shawshank donated on the Streamlabs. He didn't put anything on there, so. What a weenie. There's no message. He's a weenie. I think he's all say that. Giving five dollars to to um, movie Fenobi's stream streamlabs before that, probably acknowledging that it was his plan the entire time to just trap you in the basement. Yep. Honestly, probably. <laughs> <laughs> this um, um, this whole space, it was our workout room for a while, and then we just didn't work out all that much. <laughs> <laughs> Funny how that happens. <laughs> it's funny how that works, right? No, it's just that I mean, like we 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 would use it for a little bit, and then um, we you use it kind of on and off. But but we, but we primarily were would work out through our gym, um, at, over by taking classes at Orange Theory, and then this happened, so we would try to make use of it again. But we are just not mentally there, but, you know, going through this whole process. Yeah, at least I'm not. Um, 
Yeah, but it also gets really messy because it's also next to the laundry room where uh, the cat boxes are, the litter boxes are. And uh -huh. then so as a result, they trail like litter everywhere a little bit in this basement area. And it's not fun to clean. No, when you're litter's out, the worst. When you're doing all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. So. Mm, yeah. Yeah, litter is fun like my litter boxes are in my bathroom and the, hmm. the drag kylo drags it everywhere oh yes i have yet to find any kind of litter litter that doesn't mm -hmm. do that and i've heard like 10 different types i have yeah. no clue so if there's some kind of magical litter that doesn't track everywhere yep let these ladies know yes please please, please. um yeah. <laughs> what you okay so dceu mm -hmm. mcu Okay, so if you were in light of, you know, this, you know, because obviously we're going to be living in these worlds, right? <laughs> um, if you were to, like, be a character along with the cast of some of these characters and stuff like that in these movies, which movie would you want to be a part of? Would you want to be a part of uh, Avengers? Birds of Prey? Would you want to be a part of? Yeah, Birds of Prey. Obviously, of course. I feel like I'd want to be in that world, too. Mm, I don't know why, but I feel like that would just be the world that I would want to live in. Yeah. I don't know if I would. Everything's <laughs> yeah. beautiful, but I'd be, like, the... I like wouldn't be happy to be in any of these worlds, really. <laughs> like, I don't the threat of being... Did y'all ever... So, whenever Infinity War first came out, there was, like, a website that you could go to. I think it was, like, thanosnap.com oh, or something. figure like out that. if you lived or not. Yes. Did y'all do that? I no. turned to dusting. I survived the dusting. I did oh, not survive the dusting. Thanosnap.com? I don't know if that's the right uh, one. Google yeah. Thanosnap test or something and it yeah. probably will come up. But yeah, I did not make it. So see, I don't want to be in that world. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be in the DC world either where crime runs amok the way that it does. Yeah. Faces so, get peeled off and yeah, yeah. That's why blown up and Harlequin, where that seems like a uh, active <laughs> option. Yeah, I think I was just thinking of the the clothes and the food <laughs> and, that, <laughs> and that bacon and cheese sandwich. So. Yeah, the sandwich is really why we went. Wasn't that that I loved that whole little storyline with it? It was so good. <laughs> And so true sometimes. Oh, man. <laughs> me you were too, singing. Alex. Me too. We Sorry, y'all. I will avenge the two of you. Thank you. We appreciate yeah. it. Demiscura, that Dean, you are absolutely right. Send oh, me to Demiscura. <laughs> 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 a land of beautiful women, no yeah. men. Yeah, I can't yeah, say that. Fighting all the time like that. Heck yeah. I think I'm sold. I cannot wait to, to, to see uh, Wonder Woman 2. Me too. Oh, 1984. Oh, no. I'm really kind of scared about Chris Wig being what's her face? Uh, oh, uh, Cheetah. Cheetah. Cheetah, yes. Oh, be just because I, I. You're going to say it. Kristen Wig? Yes, that's her name. Yeah, it's just like, I can't. I can't picture Cheetah on screen at all, though. Like when I picture her on screen, she is a humanoid cat. <laughs> and every time I see that in like a video game, I'm like, that looks weird. Is she really like a like a humanoid cat? That's yeah. Weird. Okay, I'm gonna bring it up. Um, yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she looks like a cheetah person. Interesting. So. 
Yeah. Well, I love Kristen Wiig and I'm really excited to see her in this role. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like it's going to stretch her, stretch her out a little bit just to give her a different vibe. I think that's what's going to happen. I think she's going to do a great job. I think it's definitely going to be a a stretch role for for her where she's definitely branching out of her uh, type a lot. And I think she's, I think she'll do good. I think it'll be a a different take on Cheetah as a character overall, but I think it'll be good. Oh, shoot. Bugger. That. See? Oh, wow. Yeah, but she's like a humanoid. She is, you know, I mean, yep. I wonder how they're going to do that. Yeah. It's going to turn her into one, like towards the end of the movie or something. Maybe. Yeah. And that's mentioned she has boobs and everything as well, but there's no nipples. Like, well, how are they going to, if there were nipples on there, then they'd have to cover up somehow. So it's just like, yeah, it's just like, I, I can visualize this without it looking absolutely bonkers. Yeah, to me that looks bonkers. Like that looks ridiculous. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm so, interested. It'll be, you know, need to come out. We would be seeing it like in a month or time. two if it wasn't for time. Yes. Yeah. Oh my. Think of all the movies we'd be seeing right now if it wasn't recorded. We would have seen uh, Black Widow by now. We would have seen New Mutants finally. Yeah. Supposedly. <laughs> Isn't New Mutants coming out in streaming? Is that what it is? They talk about doing on streaming now, yeah. How do y'all feel about that? I just want to see it already. I kind of don't care at this point where it comes out. And they're they're kind of uh, going in a a different direction with New Mutants. It's supposed to be more like on a a horror thriller side, isn't it? Yeah. That's going to be pretty interesting to see. So I'm I'm actually really excited for it. I Mm -hmm. think with all of this stuff that's going on, um, I really don't want the movie going uh, experience to change at all. I can't wait to get back into the movie theater. Definitely when it's safe to to get back out there i really enjoy that and i don't want that experience to go away but i really think that uh streaming is a is a good thing to do um in this particular time so i think it would be a a really good idea to get new mutants out already and just give it to us please yeah we just want to watch it (laughs) It, it's just kind of ridiculous uh i know they talk about how they are going to be putting in theaters i don't know how when? Like, how is that possible? I mean, like, it is possible for a movie to stream and be successful. Um, a lot of people, I do know a lot of people uh, were, sure. I know, I I personally have a lot of questions. Like, how can a movie go automatically to be made to go to Netflix or Amazon and make money? Like, why would you spend, like, $40 million on a movie, like, extraction, only to go directly to Netflix and not go through a theater? Like, I, I understand the math behind it. I, I don't know. But... I understand, you know, it happens. It must be working if it happens so often, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. it just entices more people to watch watch Netflix or whatever it be, regardless. Um, with New Mutants in particular, it's cost so much money to do. They probably want some kind of guarantee that it's going to make money, if that makes sense. Like, maybe they're going to do, like, a Trolls 2 situation, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. I will say I saw a clip sometime somewhere and I do not like Maisie Williams's American accent. Um, Yeah, it's I don't think it's that great, man. And I love Maisie so much. Like, I mean, that's my aria forever and always. 
Um, and she's super quirky and super cute. I love all of her socials. It's very funny. But it's adorable, yeah. I just couldn't get into it. I, d- I didn't like the way that it sounded. And um, I wasn't I wasn't uh, very upset at Sophie Turner's American accent. But for some reason, whatever it is about Maisie Williams is one. It, man, it just really bumped me out. I didn't notice it at all, to be honest, personally. Um, it's been a while since I've seen it, so. Yeah. Accents are so hard. I mean, I can't yeah. speak, I haven't faked an American accent since I have one, but if I ever try to do an impression or whatever and fake another accent, it's terrible. Yeah. I can't even imagine, like, being paid to have to convince people that I have the accent. Yeah. I know, uh, Kelsey, you've uh, talked about it before. Like, I remember when we did uh, the re- a reaction to, mm-hmm. I think it was Black Widow, and you were like, no, I've worked with, like, women that are Russian and Ukrainian and everything. Mm-hmm. They do not sound like that. Yeah. <laughs> when you were talking about Florence Pugh's character, and yeah. Charles, it's not a good accent. And to yeah, me, it, does it know anyone that yeah. with that accent? To me, it sounds good, but mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah, for someone who's talked to a bunch of people with that accent regularly, it, it, it mm-hmm. did sound put on. I'm not saying it, she did it necessarily a bad job. It's clo- it's closer than a lot of people have done, but it's oh. it's it's still clearly you know faked one. But yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, Florence Pugh is a fairly new actress. The fact that she's being able to pull that off as much as she is, I think, is still pretty impressive. I love Florence Pugh <laughs> so much. Yeah, anytime it's beautiful. Anytime someone asks me like, "Who's your favorite up and coming actress out right now?" I'm like Florence Pugh. <laughs> I honestly she's don't like this. <laughs> she's not really up and coming. She's did a, she just did a lot in a very short amount of time. I feel like right. Yeah, but she's, she's only really been around for like a year or two. Yeah, but she's done movies for like ten years or something, right? I don't. Am I wrong? Who? Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. But yeah, I mean, like, it, yeah, she's in the span of like this last year. She had Midsummer, she had Little Women, and Fighting with My Family. Three mm-hmm. really great movies, wonderful movies where she shines. I mean, Amy <laughs> is a fucking godsend. And Little Women. And also, I, I like Joe, but F Joe. <laughs> I love Amy so oh, much. Oh, okay. I love no. Amy so much in Little Women. <laughs> what? You don't like Joe as a character? No, I like Joe just fine. It's just that Amy, um, I, I think, uh, well, the thing is, I never read the books. I never read Little Women growing mm-hmm. up. And I remember seeing, and I remember seeing, um, the, my, the first time I saw Little Women was the one with Lionel and Ryder as Joe. And I remember watching it by then. And I was like, Joe's mean. <laughs> I used to be scared of Joe. <laughs> but I loved Amy. Amy was like a brat. But at the same time, I I don't feel like she deserved to get a lot of the smack that she did. I remember people hating on Amy. Mm-hmm. So her taking on this character, um, especially with where she ends up with uh, Laurie and everything, uh, to me, the best match you can have in that movie, she, Laurie should never, ever be with Joe under any circumstances. She is an, She's an amazing yin to Laurie's yang. It's mm-hmm. it's they're perfect together. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really exemplified in this movie more than anything versus the other adaptations where it's just so focused on Joe, which is fine. It's... You know, it really doesn't do the other characters justice because of it. Yeah, uh, I definitely love her as Amy for sure. Uh, she she's a very right, a very bratty character, but bratness can be just age, like lacking life experiences like that. He's so Joe, 
Joe kind of is, you know, old, you know, matures like that, but she's kind of got this. But that's what I mean, though. It's like, so she should have outgrown that a little bit, in my opinion. To me, Joe is bratty. Well, yeah. Joe is 100% bratty. She's selfish. She doesn't like criticism. She no. hates criticism. I feel like I've, just in my and to I haven't seen the newest uh, Little Women, so I don't know exactly how true it is to um, the 1994 Little Women because that's the that's the most recent one that I've seen before, and it could just be the way uh, Cersei Ronan plays the character, or and the way that um, Winona Ryder plays the character. But I've never caught that from Joe. Just what I get from I really like Joe's character. She's headstrong and she knows what she yeah. wants and she goes after what she wants. And she's in yeah. this, in this world that she's she wants to be a writer and she's been told yeah. that she can't do it and and she's protective of of what her words say because they're trying to they're trying to make her change her words and she's trying to give off this female experience and then it's just someone who's trying to completely crush that down so i've never seen joe like that that's why it just surprises me mm -hmm. alex that you wouldn't like joe as a character i okay. I haven't seen the 94 version in a really long time. And I haven't read the book since like elementary school. But there's this one scene between Joe and Amy that happens in the newer movie that Joe almost kills Amy. <laughs> Joe okay. is really bragging. I've been trying to watch it. I just haven't had a chance. It's now that's to say there's very different adaptations. And I don't think, uh, I don't think she's a, her character is bad. I, I just think that, you know, every character, every person is flawed. You know, um, and she is, Joe is very much a human character. When I say she's bratty, she, I think she's bratty and headstrong. She's independent, which is wonderful characteristics. And she's smart. She is willful. She's ambitious. And I love that. But she can also be bratty and be an asshole sometimes, just like anyone can. And I feel like that makes her incredibly human as a character. And I love that about her character. You know, she's incredibly flawed. And I think that really shows in that. It really kind of bugs me in some adaptations where they make her to be have to be a heroine, where she's almost flawless. Like, this is like, you can be incredibly protective of your work, which she should. But at the same time, she, you know, it's okay to understand there's there's a difference between, you know, understanding criticism and understanding being like, okay, this is like, you know, like if I write an essay, I'm going to ask Lucas, who's an English major, to revise it. I'm going to ask for him for edits. I'm not going to tell him, no, you're messing with my words. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a totally different conversation. And at least in this movie, they're not making edits to the story. They're talking about, you know, just small things like expand on this, go into that character more. They're not talking about being like, yeah, from the female perspective, F that. That's never a thing in this movie. But also with Amy's character in particular, um, prior to this, um, uh, Amy's character has really been seen because uh, um, because the 90 95% of the time is from the point of view of Joe. You know, you do get points of view from all the sisters, you know? And from their perspective, you know, not only as an adult, but as a child. And Amy, you know, from Amy's perspective, not only did she almost die because of Joe, because of her willfulness, but she is really, really mean to a younger girl that's looking up to her. She is her favorite sister. She's looking up to her and be like, hey, I want your guidance. I want your help. I want your support. And you're not giving it to me. And you're making fun of me for even asking. And I gotta watch this movie. Yeah, it's, I'll probably watch it tonight. Actually, yeah, I think I will. 
and it really kind of shows that. I mean, like Joe makes fun of her, like when she messes up in school, when she tries to learn from Joe on writing. And she's like, no, you can't do this because this is my thing. And Joe is incredibly territorial about her skills, about her hobbies, mm-hmm. and, which makes complete sense. But you shouldn't shame others for wanting to take some kind of joy in it as well. Yeah, for sure. And she hates everyone that also tries to be friend with Lori. She's like, you can't have Lori. Lori's mine, even though we're not together. Yeah, that's interesting. I really got to see this movie because I haven't seen the newer one. Um, but I really got to see how they adapted to see how different it is from from the uh, from the first movie. I still haven't read the book. The book is what I have not read. So yeah, I haven't read the book since it was like an elementary school requirement read. Um, I actually did buy it on audiobook recently with the intent to listen to it, and also I bought my daughter a physical copy because I'm trying to get her to read more. So I'm nice. like, read this oh, book because yeah. I took her to the screening of the New Little Women, and she was crying like so much at the end of the movie she was crying like okay she's like that was the best movie i've ever seen in my entire life <laughs> so it, i'm trying to get her to read the book i'm like read the book too if you like the movie so go much. for it <laughs> <sighs> but yeah that, that you should watch it it's good um trying to think of how to segue back into superheroes on a right. little bit of a Little women tangent, but I mean, ladies' night. What's more, Sorry. ladies' night than little women? Right. No, it's all right. We, we're all going on tangents. It's what we do. That's <laughs> what we do. It's okay, not so we might stream that one. <laughs> um, let's talk about X Men real quick for a quick yes. second. Um, I loved the animated show when it first came out. Um, I absolutely loved Jubilee. She was one of my favorite characters inside of that show. I always wanted to be Jubilee. Always believed that I was Storm. Like, I knew I could control the weather when I was a kid. So I always wanted to be Storm. She was my very favorite character. What I think what I really, why I really gravitated towards X-Men was because there was a lot of female representation mm-hmm. in just that show. There's a, a lot of them. And then Rogue, especially Rogue, was one of my favorite ones as well. So. Yeah, I love the X-Men uh, cartoon. I was actually, I'm re-watching it right now while I'm, at, while I'm working. It's my go-to, like, put on my phone while I work show lately. And it is such a good show. The music in that show is so just, like, gets in your head. What show? Um, what? Huh? The X-Men animated cartoon. For- <laughs> so good. Yes. But I love that show so much. And X-Men has always been my favorite Marvel property when it comes to overall kind of like the movies I've really enjoyed for the most part. There's been some issues here and there. Uh, the cartoons, the comics, things like that. Jean Grey is my favorite character of all time. Not just comic book, like my favorite character of all time. Her story arc in the Christopher Claremont uh, run of uh, Uncanny X-Men, the Phoenix, Dark Phoenix saga that... Uh, Comic Book Girl 19 talks about. That's my favorite story of all time. Like, if you ask my favorite book, really, I say The Stand, but it's really that run of comics. And I want them to make that movie and do it justice. I don't know if they can or will, but it's so good. (sighs) That's what they were trying. That was the storyline that they were trying to do whenever Mm -hmm. uh, Sophie Turner was in the newer X-Men, right? Right. And here's what they they have to, if they're ever going to accomplish the Dark Phoenix Saga, it has to be a very slow burn. It has to be it has to be an Infinity War level commitment because the comic run is a four-year storyline. It's just little slow nuggets that happen over the course of four years, and then this event happens. That would be and, badass. 
And so, like, they can intercede X-Men and just have, like, you know, these little tiny things happening and there's all these movies leading up to it and then have, because it is, like, I mean, sons get eaten as snacks in that, from that storyline. Like, that's, like, how big of a scale things happen in that story. And it, it should be an event. And I, I, I really hope they do it at some point. That get get, get cool. Jean right, please, somebody. <laughs> yeah, I... I, I totally agree. It's, it has been a long time since I've seen them. I'm really hoping uh, to get a chance to rewatch a lot of the, the animated series uh, a little bit more later on. I uh, I just, uh, I loved uh, one of my favorite X-Men stories uh, was actually a mutant story in particular was a little movie called uh, Looper. Um, <laughs> I love Looper. Uh, Looper. I still haven't seen that movie. Uh, story, you know, about mutants and it's, fantastic you know with the time travel aspect and everything <laughs> yeah. actually i do actually really love looper looper is a wonderful movie um but yeah so when it comes to um turtles x-men um x-men which I, what i really love about it i mean just like i mean comic books in general is that you know it's 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 all about um what's going on at the times <laughs> i mean um x-men obviously it's referring to um, it's referring to racial tensions. It's referring to the movements going on, you know, between the LGBT community as well. You know, everything going on. Um, people were hauled away from their families. And, you know, once they came out to their parents, you know, because they came out to their parents as as, as gay or um, yeah. sexual or whatever it may be. And um, that's a great that's scene inside of um, the first X-Men. Yes. Whenever, um, whenever Wolverine is going with them to get Bobby from his house, and then Bobby's trying to tell his parents that exact mm -hmm. thing that he's a mutant, and his mom was like, "Well, can't you just stop?" Yeah, and that's it's so true. And also, I think the fact that the mutation appears during puberty—that's also when people kind of start to accept what their sexuality is. Very often, that's kind of when they start realizing and come out to their parents like that. So, like the parallels of that is just so strong and interesting. And yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's almost like it's symbolic <laughs> right <laughs> go figure it's crazy i i do yeah. really like logan i see someone in the chat saying logan's best x-men movie um mm -hmm. i definitely really very much liked logan mm -hmm. um Who didn't doesn't like logan that's i right. know that's like that's, if you didn't like logan i don't know if we can be friends yeah so yeah, yeah my top three favorite Okay, my top three favorites are probably Logan, X2, and then just depends on the day. Usually it's first class, but then sometimes uh, Days of Futures Past, I'm in the mood for a little bit more. I might consider that my other favorite, but yeah, so many good X. There's also is there skirts, like Last Stand. But. <laughs> is there um, any – would you want to live at, you know, Xavier School for Gifted Children? Would you want to live there? considering the craziness that goes on. Not saying you would have to live yeah. at your family if you were a mute without it, but I mean, like if there, if you had the opportunity to live there um, as yourself right now, would you live If there? as myself right now, no, because I don't need that safety net. Yeah. But it's also a very dangerous place to live. Lots of bad things happen, yeah. <laughs> but it's still almost less dangerous than the things that would happen to you necessarily in your day-to-day -day life, you know, street violence, hate crimes, things like that. Um, but since I don't have those issues, I would probably not live there because it gets blown up and stuff a lot. <laughs> Do you think Rogue should suppress her powers and like take the serum with where it removes her powers? 
No. No. Hers is such a hard power to have because human contact is so important. And like, as we're learning now with the quarantine, just like how much we crave that human connection and contact and she can't do that without hurting the person. I, I understand why she'd want to for sure. Absolutely. I probably wouldn't if it was me. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. I mean, the yeah. exact same reasons. So I, I understand, understand that human contact is, especially now that's such a great way to put it, Kelsey, because now <laughs> that we can't, we can barely even touch our own faces at the moment. Yeah. But. That is like I just cool. want to hug somebody. I think it's also a very, uh, a very unique power to have in a way that that you she can use it into because she uses mm -hmm. it absorbs other people's powers with can it. Can she have kids? Huh? Can she have kids? Can she have a relationship, a physical relationship with anyone? I don't think or so. Can she get pregnant and give birth and hold a baby. But who? Why? Who well, cares? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, like, I mean, that's something. I mean, like, I mean, it, I mean, like. That's something I know I would have to ask myself. I mean, like, I if I were in rogue shoes, I don't know if I, I mean, like, I feel like I would be more inclined to, honestly, want to get rid of it because she does have this amazing power. And there's so many, so, she has so many, like, wonderful gifts. But the, I'm just so physical, natural, where, like, I, I'm constantly touching people. Like, I'm every time I walk by Lucas's office, I, I, like, rub his hair, you know. It's just, like little things like that um and also like like you said right now with the quarantine we, we're craving that kind of interaction physical or non but um you know the idea that she might not be able to have the relationship she wants to have or would she be able to have children if that's something she that maybe that's something that's important to her maybe it's not you know i mean or maybe she like is she able to have sex <laughs> Um, in the chat are saying that she can have children or that she does have children in the comic books awesome. and then yeah. in the age of apocalypse storyline she's married to magneto and they have a child named charles <laughs> of course they have a child named charles yeah. yes i mean like i mentioned it's it, like having that kind of as that aspect is it just seems like i don't oh mm. Like, how does she go about physical contact, essentially? You know? Get down to business. Around okay. Yes. And let's get down to business. <laughs> Very upset that I probably will not get to see that movie in theaters, but. Yeah. Oh, it is going to be shown in theaters. I'm not going back to the movie theaters until I know for sure that it's safe. So it's not whether oh. it's actually going to come out in the movie theaters. It's whether or not I am going to go to the movie theaters. So that yeah. I need to feel completely safe and comfortable for in order for me to do that. Like my job, what I do for a living, I cannot oh. avoid social contact at all. So I have to, I feel like I have to take extra, extra different types of precautions yeah. For myself and for my clients. So I can't, I don't want to risk anything until I know that everything is going to be safe and sound. I don't leave my house. My family is already starting to leave. And every time they leave, as soon as they come back in, I'm like, wash your hands, go wash your hands, <laughs> wash your hands, do all of that stuff. So it, I don't know if I'm going, when I'm going to go back to the movie theaters. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I know that's one thing. Restrictions, like I found out my gym is opening in a few weeks or at least a couple weeks. I don't know if I want to go back to the gym. Not necessarily like yeah. certain gyms, maybe their cleanliness practices will be up to par in it, but I don't necessarily trust my gym to be one of those gyms per se. Who knows what their new practice is. Huh? You have to do at the gym. What I do at the gym? Mm -hmm. oh, wait. 
it's um, all about the dumbbell. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. I, uh, let's say I like to run or at least I try to run. See that one you probably do like touch as much stuff. You know what I mean? I, when yeah. it comes to free weights, I feel like I'm like, I'm not motivated to be like, okay, one more. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I hate that mm -hmm. now, versus like, I'm like, I can put on a magazine or watch TV and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> or at least trying to, or just speed walking or something. I very much prefer to run on a treadmill than I do outside. I like to oh, have yeah. numbers in front of me. That's what motivates me. Cause if I'm like yeah. at like 1.1.52 miles or whatever, I'm like, all right, I can get to, I, I can go to 1.75 and then I get to that. And then I was like, I can run two miles. And then I get two miles. And like, I can I can run another half, <laughs> and then it just yeah. goes on like that. So that's why I really enjoy. I would much rather run on a treadmill. I know you can do it on your phone, and you can look at your phone and see how far you've ran whenever you do it. But it's not the same thing. Mm -hmm. And I don't like to I don't like to run in my neighborhood uh, specifically because there's a lot of uh, loose dogs in the mm -hmm. neighborhood, which is very uh, unfortunate. But yeah. Yeah, I, I live person, so. I live in a town, so if I leave my front door hill running, I'm running literally down by the grocery stores and gas stations and things, so that everybody's watching me run, because there's so many people, so I don't like that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like you. Yeah. It's like a private I neighborhood, no one's too. outside. Yeah. yeah. Not so much, if you run outside, um, like having a thing on your arm, Yeah, like it feels really uncomfortable. And it gets all sweaty and, and gross. I hate it. And it's weird. I not. But if I had it, like if I had an Apple Watch or something, then I'd probably, I'd probably feel a little bit more comfortable. So I wouldn't have to have my phone with me, but I could still have mm -hmm. access to messaging and calling mm -hmm. people and stuff like that. I think yeah. that's what I'm going to get myself for my birthday this year, actually. So we'll see. Yeah. My birthday's in two weeks. Also, I found out yesterday, Video Drew and I have the same birthday. <gasps> that's the birthday they have, too. Her, her birthday is May 25th and my birthday is May 25th as well. So I'm gonna have to send her a big a birthday twin shout out. I, actually, I should post that on Twitter. You know how everyone's doing their birthday twin thing? Yeah. <laughs> a meme video too. <laughs> yes. So shout out to her. I can't wait for her birthday. Twin. My yeah. other birthday twins are uh, Lauren Hill and uh, Mike Myers, the actor who Mike Myers, Austin Powers. Yeah, mine are Charles Darwin, President Lincoln, and Christina Ricci. <laughs> I love Christian. I have Kanye West. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> uh, Nancy Sinatra. I'm out about that. Joan oh, River. Um, I have Harbor Bush. Um, uh, and a bunch of other people that aren't like really, really well known. I'm going, I'm scrolling. Yeah, there, there's not like. Oh, Frank Grillo from from the MCU. Nice. Frank Oz and I also have the same birthday. It's either Frank Oz or it's Jim Henson. I can't remember at the moment. Uh, either one, it's fantastic. I know. Excuse me, my dog's knocking. Um. Uh. No, Nancy Sinatra is not Frank Sinatra's wife. Nancy Sinatra is his daughter. Yeah. That famously sang "Boots Are Made for That one. Uh -huh. Or. Uh, she also uh, does a duet with Frank Sinatra, Something Stupid, and I love that song. Frank Sinatra's Something Stupid is one of my all-time favorite songs, and there's one where uh, it's Frank and Nancy on there, and it's so good. And I also love um, Nat King Cole and Natalie Cole's version of, um, damn, what's the damn song? 
both of these songs I would love to have played at a wedding. Why can't I think of the name of the song? Unforgettable. <gasps> oh, yes. so great. good. So I I love dad daughter stuff like that. It's I so uh, yeah. I had a uh, I had the song um, Mysteries of Love from Call Me by Your Name. That was the song I walked uh, down the aisle to. Oh, cutie. We try. We try. You know. Come that on. is one of my favorite songs of all time. That's, That's like, I mean, it's it's probably like top three favorite oh, songs for me. So when like that was in the Joker movie, I lost my mind. I was so happy. Right. Like, Hi, in April. Yeah, that, uh, his adaptation of uh, Frank Sinatra's uh, version of Something by the Beatles. It's my favorite version of the of uh, that, that song, personally. I love uh, Sinatra. Said that's like one of the last great ballads, you know, in music. And then that's all. Even really, apparently we didn't have any great ballads after that. <laughs> For a long time. Yeah. Oh, so many music. Just so much good music out there. We're going to have to pick a favorite soundtrack from any of the, um, from a comic book movie. What would your favorite soundtrack be from there? I'm going to pick one from each. I will do Black Panther from Marvel. That soundtrack is just fire. And then for DCU, I love the Suicide Squad soundtrack. It is a lot of fun. I like the Birds of Prey one too, but I, I don't know. Suicide Squad one, I just, we're here four years later, I still listen to it all the time. So nice. Um, I love, 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 love the 300 soundtrack. Nice. By Tyler Bates. Um, Chris Adams in the chat, or one of the Adams brothers, sorry. Okay. Um, where was it? Robert, Batman Forever soundtrack, absolutely, Kiss from a Rose. Thank you very much. Yes. Wait, is that was that the one? Either way, whichever, whichever one Kiss from a Rose is on. <laughs> pretty great. Yeah. Pretty, pretty iconic. Yeah. And I see Guardians a lot in there. Guardians was my second oh, yeah. after uh, Black Panther. Because mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Black Panther, I like the, the songs and then just the soundtrack itself, like the score and stuff, a little bit more than I do the Guardians score. But. Yeah. Yeah. That, they're a fantastic uh, workout um, playlist as well. Yes. Super good workout playlist. Y'all met, okay, no, Chris, y'all met. Any the Batman 89, sorry, yes, yes. Prince did basically that whole thing. How could I forget that? Yes, thank you. They, you, wait, you guys met Tyler Bates. Was he an amazing person? Is he like, was he great? <laughs> DM me. I need to know. <laughs> I love Tyler. I love Tyler Bates. Spider Verse soundtrack was also very good. Yes, yes. Friend of a friend. Rub it in. Mm -hmm. Oh, the Spider Verse soundtrack. Yeah, the Spider-Verse soundtrack's really good, too. Mm -hmm. I really like that one. Oh, uh, so much good music. Uh, oh, my gosh. We have, like, 30 people watching. Guys, thanks. Thanks for watching us. So we just babble on about superheroes like we Talking tend to do. about absolutely nothing. If you guys have any questions or topics you guys want us to chat about real quick by we before we wrap things up no right now sorry my dog is yeah searching for something i don't know what he's looking for i'm very confused is there any food you guys are craving right now i'm on a fast so all food anything just put food in front of me and i would just be drooling at this point 
<laughs> I had a milkshake, so my body is going to completely go against me, like within the next half hour or something. So, a vanilla, because mm-hmm. that's me. I like a vanilla or a strawberry, and I love chocolate. I mean, I'll eat chocolate anything anytime. But if I had to go with the, if I had to pick one, I'd usually go with a strawberry shake. Yo, that soundtrack. Evanescence. Mm-hmm. All right, for this question, I would say Xavier because as the, the person at the desk is reading the answer in their minds on the desk, they'll be in their head and he would just hear them say it and so he could say it out loud. So, <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> They'd have to figure out a way to like stop that <laughs> cheat. Like, yeah. they all would have to have like Magneto type helmets on. <laughs> That would be amazing. I I would love to see Christian and Mark with just Magneto helmets while they're oh my gosh the mask. Fantastic. That would be hilarious. Fantastic. <laughs> I uh I miss Indian food. Mm-hmm. I would, what would I give for a solid tikka masala? Some um uh, some sog. Some really great paneer. Yeah, Mark Ellis would definitely wear Magneto's helmet. Emotions. Get some samosas up in here. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I some wings. I miss wings. I made wings the other day, and it hit the spot. Oh. Oh. My favorite place to go to uh, for movies was the Alamo Draft House. Are y'all familiar with the Alamo Draft House? I've heard you talk about it. Have, yeah, we don't have that here in St. Louis, unfortunately. I've heard of it. From so it's oh. it's basically a movie theater where you can um, order food and drinks while you're watching the movie. You get the uh, AMC's. Um, not quite the same, I guess. No, I have MCs, but they don't serve alcohol here in Utah, unfortunately. Um, oh, ours, well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure yeah. how that works because I don't think I have something like that in my town. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. because that's the only that's the only theater that I know that you can do that with. They, they the other I have three movie theaters in my city. So that the Alamo Draft House, Century 16, and um, it used to be Tinseltown, but that now that's the AMC one. But they don't have food there. So, okay. Anyways, um, Alamo Draft House has buffalo cauliflower wings that are my absolute fucking favorite. I miss those so much. Like, I my favorite. I always get them barbecue because um, they have them in buffalo, but you can also do them in, bu- in barbecue. So I'd always get them barbecue, extra crispy. Oh, I miss that. Mm-hmm. That's the one food absolutely during this whole thing that I miss the most because I can't so... get it. They didn't, they, other places do curbside and, and have like little foods. So there's definite, definitely favorite restaurants that I have that I can have access to that food, but that though, I can't get that buffalo cauliflower anywhere. Yeah. There's that. That sounds so good. I need to figure out how to make buffalo cauliflower because my work, we have a, a restaurant at my work and that's one of the things I make to make a salad with buffalo cauliflower and blue cheese dressing on it and it's so good. And now that sounds good. So I need to figure out how to make that. <laughs> I cannot do blue cheese for the life of me. I love blue I, cheese. I, can't. I like blue cheese. I don't love it. I like it. I can't have it all the time, mm-hmm. but definitely, yeah. I've tried blue cheese just as a dressing. I've had it sprinkled on a salad. I've had it of dipping with wings. I've had it in a bunch of different ways. And I, I'm, I'm told it has to be very light because a little goes a long way. And I've tried that. Mm. <laughs> I love- That's the way it is. 
Yeah. I put it on burgers. I put it on salads. I put it on everything. <laughs> Love blue cheese. The uh, my the bar job that I had, we used to have um, the salad called the Napa salad, and it it had um, it had figs and strawberries mm. in it, and it was tossed with a hazelnut dressing or a hazelnut vinaigrette, and oh my gosh, that was so good. I miss that. I just didn't. I couldn't keep eating there after I after I got fired from that job because of this whole pandemic thing. Yeah. So. I think if, uh, I love a lot of blue cheese, um, like salads that incorporate blue cheese, because you're right, it has like some like really great balsamic vinaigrettes and strawberries and, you know, uh, tangerines and, you know, all that good stuff. I always have to substitute uh, blue cheese for goat cheese instead. Oh, I love goat cheese. Oh my I God. eat a lot of goat cheese so fast. Mm. I love goat cheese. I, I love Oaxacan cheese. Oh, I love me some Oaxacan. I just love cheese. Yeah. I don't think there's a single cheese that I'll be like, I don't like that cheese. Welcome <laughs> to cheese. Yeah, I like the maggot cheese. I, I would like probably that. try the maggot cheese. You've that said that before. <laughs> maggot cheese that's, that's like oh. with, with literally flies yeah. lay their eggs in there over like a period of months to kind of build up that weird, nasty I've seen it. You know, that blows my brain. I don't I think I can do it. You know, I just started eating sushi for the first time maybe like nine years ago. Like 2011 was probably the first time that I ever had sushi. And I still... What? I'm still iffy on certain things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We can we can always find a way to come back to talk about G's. But... Oh, Sushi was something that I just recently tried. I used to be really picky when I was a kid. I'm still kind of picky, but I know that it's it's silly. So I try to be a little bit more adventurous whenever I eat different foods. And I've tried to expand my palate and different things. But is it like the texture that sometimes? I, I yeah, I'm a big texture person. So I can't like a lot of mushy foods and like chewy foods. I can't. I just do not enjoy. It just really gives. Ugh, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and scents, like I'm big on scents also. So just, it's that stuff. And, but I'm trying to be better at it because I know it's ridiculous that I don't eat certain things that everybody really enjoys. And so when I had sushi for the first time, uh, I can't even remember what was in it. And I can't, and then sashimi, like the first time I ever had sashimi, I fucking love it. So yeah, I'm talk about sushi right now. I'm like, I think that's what I want to break my fast with. But tomorrow for lunch is order some sashimi because oh, well, when it comes to sashimi, it's uh, when it's good, it's great. Mm-hmm. When it's bad, it's really bad. Yeah, there's this place that's sort of near my house that I go to every, when I know quarantine, but every time I would get paid and I have my kids, I would go by myself, just get some sashimi and eat it by myself and then go home. Like that was like my routine and they deliver. So I've ordered yes. twice from them since this all started. And it's like, yeah, I might need to do that again tomorrow. <laughs> I love edamame also. I can, I can just eat edamame all night long. Yeah. Have you tried making it yourself? Yeah, I have. Yes. Oh, it's so good. I, I make my own teriyaki sauce. Like I learned how to make a teriyaki sauce a couple of years ago. And I still, I love to make my own. Mm-hmm. I'll just drizzle it in with that. It's a little spicy. I try to make it a little spicy. So I got you. Man, uh, I love one of my favorite cheeses of all time is halloumi. You said cheese? Yes. Nice. I think I've had that. Yeah, neither have I. It's a Greek cheese. Mm. 
so good. It's almost like mozzarella um, where, okay, so pretty much like, you know, like how in like Greek food, it's like cheese is an entire meal on its own. You just eat slices of cheese, like as a meal. It's like solid a meal. meal. <laughs> it's like a solid meal. It's like. I see nothing wrong with that. I, I just see yeah. solid meal. Like, <laughs> no. it's, it's a specific kind of cheese. Like it can't, it's not allowed to be made anywhere else because it, it, they don't allow it. I don't know. It's like a whole national security thing or something regardless. But it's so good. You just fry it up mm. and like saute it with a little bit of oil and maybe some garlic. I love it. You can just cut thick slices like that, that big, and just eat away. Mm. I really want brie now. <laughs> it's like, oh. Uh, Mm. I love cheese. Yeah. That's how I feel about homie. Yeah. <laughs> experience. Oh. Uh, poutine. I got, we got tagged. C2A on Twitter got tagged on today by, um, I can't remember. Uh, I think it was Mike or someone. No, it was Tim Franco. It was Tim Franco? Yes. Sure it was Tim Franco. Sending a picture of his good looking poutine. It did look good, but at the same time, I was like, I'm sorry, that 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 does look good, but at the same time, nachos. Yeah, she put a big old plate of nachos as a response. Nachos over that day of the week. Yep. Well, any food at this point sounds good because I have not eaten. I and <laughs> I'm so sorry, Kelsey. It's all right. I'm, I'm in anticipation because it's 10 a.m. tomorrow. Can you? I haven't eaten in 25 hours. <laughs> So, Have you ever let a drink anything? I water, green tea, black coffee, and apple cider vinegar water. So that's all. No, I tried to. Um, I cannot do black coffee. I really tried to not put any creamer or mm -hmm. any sugar inside of my coffee, and I don't usually put a lot of sugar. I do put a lot of creamer in my coffee, mm -hmm. and um, I could never give that up. I don't really don't think that I could. I just do not enjoy black coffee but i've also only ever had it prepared in a fucking normal ass pot so i don't i know that there are a lot of coffee connoisseurs out there that can like i don't have i think i maybe have had fresh french press coffee once but mm -hmm. i was actually usually um like getting black coffee with like maybe a dash of half and half or something not nothing much but i mean like uh, i mean i do love black coffee when it's really yummy coffee when it's great coffee yeah you really like you really can't just make coffee like there's a lot of like different beans and different roasts and stuff like that so you like not all coffee is created equal so you yeah yeah it's uh when when it, if i'm just like if i i remember working and there'd be like a pot of coffee and they're using folders i'm like of course i'm gonna put like a little bit of creamer and maybe some sugar or something in it but at the same time <laughs> uh, but at the same time um if i'm going to like a local cafe or something like that with coffee that i really really love i i just love getting a black coffee i do yeah answer that question is i'm gluten intolerant and on keto so i can't eat bread but i have made the bacon with the egg and the cheese and the hot sauce on top and eating that a lot like a lot so i've made my own version of the sandwich but i can't eat bread so kelsey posted a picture um she sent us a picture of a salad that she had made a while back and i'm mm -hmm. still like with bacon and i think you had shrimp in it right bacon avocado uh the dressing was made out of bacon grease <laughs> yes i'm still craving that damn salad like i just i want it it was so it good, so good. 
I hate it when some people talk about how salad isn't a meal. Like you have not had a good salad. <laughs> like so good salads can be a legit meal. Yeah. And you know, they're not lacking in protein. You know, you can you can there's a million one ways to make a salad. Throw, throw some tortilla strips, throw some black beans on there, your cheese. You can add meat or whatever it may be. But it's when it's when a salad is good, like really good. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. I have the certain restaurants, I have this the my go-to salad there. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna eat that salad when I go there because it's like all I think about when I want to go to that restaurant. Yeah. Cause so if you if you nail a salad, you've nailed the salad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The place that I worked at also had a, um, a salad. Co- it was a it was a pesto turkey cob salad, but not like an actual cob salad. But mm-hmm. it was so good because the turkey that we would make at that restaurant was amazing. I loved it so much. I didn't like our turkey burgers for whatever. I think I just didn't like our wheat buns. But that pesto turkey cob salad was so good, and I miss it so much. Bacon, avocado, regular mm-hmm. greens, tomatoes. I don't put red onions in my salad. Sorry. Uh, with some balsamic vinaigrette all up in there. Ooh, tasty. I love the most salads that incorporate. Uh, my favorite salad um, has uh, tangerine, goat cheese, maybe a balsamic or lemon poppy seed vinaigrette, um, like a chopped lettuce or spinach or something. Mm-hmm. But some kind of combination of that. I, I, I don't like it when some salads, they try to overdo it with the fruit and sweets where they do tangerines and strawberries and like a, like a strawberry poppy seed dressing. Mm-hmm. And, and on top of that, they do a lot of other souvenirs. Like that, that's just too much. Yeah. Um, you know, you got to have a, a little bit of savoriness in there. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That's in those fruit salads. My go-to back to blue cheese is I love blue cheese in a fruit salad because it like, counteracts that sweetness a bit nice. yeah. i bet yeah. that is pretty tasty i've never had that before but i bet that is pretty tasty you know um, what i don't like i don't like cottage cheese i can't eat cottage cheese i can't cottage cheese don't like cottage my grandmother used to eat it out of a fucking out of the bin that it would come in <laughs> i can't deny that i haven't done that can, I don't like cottage cheese. I, I really don't. I, I, I get it. it. It can also be very much a texture thing. I didn't like it for That's a long time, I mean. but for me, it depends on the cottage cheese. Like, I hate skim milk cottage cheese, but I yeah. love whole milk as cottage cheese. And I actually prefer it when it's large curd. I <laughs> did small curd. Like, the small curd, for something about it, kind of weirds me out texture-wise. Um, but I, Lucas makes fun of me for it. He, okay, no, I, I still cannot get behind that. He Lucas has... Um, uh, use cottage cheese and put it in a blender. That's what he's saying in the chat right now. Nasty. I don't like it. It's it, no, it's not like it, it tastes like cottage cheese, and I can acknowledge but something about the it changes the texture, and it just tastes like sour cream. So I'm just eating a spoon of sour cream. I like I sour cream. I love sour cream, like on nachos, and you know if it's mixed it's into good. a dip or something. But just a, eating a spoon straight. Of sour cream just makes me gag. My two favorite things of cottage cheese, I'll put it on fruit like pineapple or peaches and like that. And the other thing is uh, my mom called it a loaded tomato salad. So it was a tomato cut open like a flower mm. and like nice, put cottage cheese and then dice up cucumbers and salt and pepper on it. <sighs> I used to eat tomatoes like I eat <laughs> apples. Like 
just buy it out of a tomato, put some salt on it. Yeah, salt and pepper on it. Absolutely. It's so good. I love tomatoes. I have a tomato. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to eat a little bit of the tomato. <laughs> I really yeah. do love tomatoes like that. Tomato makes snacks. So we used to do this thing uh, with my grandmother. She'd cut up an apple, and then with the apple, she would pour uh, lemon juice on, on the apple. And so we would eat apples with lemon juice in them and just so fucking tasty. I miss that so much. Yeah. It's it, it does something to it where it just really makes it yeah. also keeps it from getting brown too. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so good. A red I, apple. I you know what I really, really want to do next time we are on ladies' night when I have the necessary materials. I want to make for you guys a grilled cheese. No, I don't want to have this conversation. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, okay. You know what? That's um, great, guys. You don't know this. Live nope. event. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, okay. You're watching this in the chat. If you are a member of the Action Army or something like that, then you know. Um, if you're not, totally fine. Let me explain to you, which oh these ladies God. think I'm disgusting for, but I converted Lucas and it's, it's really, really common. Actually, a lot of people just don't realize it. Okay. Yeah. So, whenever I'm learning Jay knows now. Whenever I make a grilled cheese, instead of using butter on either on uh, on the bread, it's when I fry it up, I use mayonnaise. And the reason is because it just has a nice tanginess, which is really good, which complements the cheese. Also, it has a uh, lower burn rate, so it really kind of allows it. So I'm never gonna really gonna be in a chance where I'm gonna burn it, which really is. it really kind of makes it an even stretch. You know, when I'm like pulling apart the cheese, where it's really nice and evenly melted. But um, and also, it doesn't leave any kind of greasiness in the mouth. Even if uh, I feel like almost every time when I try to use butter, personally. I, I always have this like kind of greasiness like on the roof of my tongue and I don't use that, that much butter. Maybe it's kind of butter that I'm using. I'm not sure. Um, but um, I usually like, I use like, yeah, Luke's and I would like to use an Irish butter, uh, Kerrygold. It's, That's my butter. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think that that butter melts so well, I guess. But uh, yeah, but I mean like we've never, like we've had no problem with the, uh, within the past we've tried a lot of different types of butters and it's totally fine and we're eating a grilled cheese and we're totally satisfied there was one day that i i i just didn't have it and so i just tried using mayonnaise and i was like it's pretty much the same right <laughs> a lot of the same ingredients like why not um so i just use that and it was an experience and i later found out like almost all restaurants <laughs> do the same thing if you're going to a diner <laughs> and order a grilled cheese, or if you go to a fancy restaurant, they're using mayonnaise instead of butter because it's more flavorful. And I'm like, ha, yeah. yes, yeah. Thing is, okay, but Danny, yeah. I'm gonna make two grilled cheese sandwiches Let for you. <laughs> just because and I don't know, know what you is I just want you to just oh. take a bite of each. Take No, I'm gonna have two, I'll make two grilled cheese sandwiches, one with butter, one with mayo, and I want you to have one bite of each and tell me which one you don't like and why. I I hate mayonnaise. I genuinely well, I don't like mayonnaise either. I don't. I hate yeah. mayonnaise grosses me out. I don't like no. sandwiches. I don't like eating. You almost had me until until when you when we were in the chats and you were saying and you said it has like a slight tangy taste to it. I was like, nope, absolutely not. Well, I, that, I don't like mayonnaise in any other situation. I don't yeah. like it when it's used in dressings all that much. I don't like it when it's used on sandwiches. I I really don't like it. It's just for Grilling sandwiches. 
I'm now I'm just distracted by Kylo. I'm just trying to make sure Kylo doesn't like knock everything down. Right if now. he does, it's fine. <laughs> He's done worse. He's already broken like two computers and knocked over tarantula tanks and things. It's mm -hmm. it happens. <sighs> yeah, but everyone yeah. at home, please just try it. Just see how it goes. You never don't knock it till you try it. I mean, like, I mean, we're not exactly short of bread right now or cheese. Just try it. Experiment a little bit. And There's not even mayonnaise in my house for me to try it if I wanted to. That's totally fine. It's just, just try it. I mean, like, there's, it's just yummy. I just can't explain it. I get, I get everyone's, I can see everyone in the chat right now saying what they're saying about mayonnaise. I get it. That's totally fine. I don't fucking like it. <laughs> doesn't mayo though. Doesn't matter. I don't like it. Butter is much more tangy than uh, than mayo. I don't believe that. Um, one hundred percent said. Depending on the type of butter. Yeah. If it's so I use butter, mine, so... <laughs> what? Well, I'm sorry, Kelsey. I said I use ghee for mine. I make I still really want to try ghee. I have never had it before. It's now my favorite thing in the world. I yeah. cook with it. I put it in my coffee. I it's... yeah, it's a just a uh, uh, not. It's not just butter. It's like a culture. It, it's like butter that. that's been clarified, so they yeah. skimmed off all the like lactose and proteins and things. So it's just fat. There's nothing else. It's just the yeah. fat oil. Yeah, um, it's you. It was initially uh, used in Indian food, mm -hmm. um, but you can really apply it towards like anything that has like butter or yeah. if you're gonna like if there's any recipe where you're supposed to like saute or cook things in butter that way ghee works really good because it's got doesn't burn as quickly so it you can have longer like cook time before stuff starts getting like all black and stuff so nice it's nice and it's but seriously good. everyone should go make a mayo use mayo mm -hmm. on the grilled cheese just try it once and dm me and let me know how it goes and with a picture just apparently they uh, that's a recipe what's the show that they were talking about in the chats Someone in that was in the uh, general's chat. If y'all can remember, was it, it was, delicious? I think it was like brandy. It was like one of the. It was like a the top, um, the top, uh, the best grilled cheese in the world or something. They use mayo. It was somewhere they were talking about a show that that where they where they make like different things or something like that, and they made a, a grilled cheese sandwich with mayonnaise on it. So it's not yeah. not that it's or not a thing. It is it. a thing. Uh, what's her face? Bear, uh, Barefoot Contessa. She does it. Yeah. Uh, Emerald does it. Uh, literally. Yeah. Everyone. Good for them. Good job, y'all. Everyone. En enjoy. I'll stick Except with for me. butter and ghee. <laughs> I'm going to be like, yeah, this is butter. Is it? We will I'm never trust anything you feed us ever again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to eat anything. And be like, pick which one's better. And you know what? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe to you, the butter one does take a tastes a million times better. And that's fine. That's totally fine. As long as you try both and tell me after trying it that this no, I know it wasn't if, you, if you do that, I would totally understand. But you've never tried it. So. And now I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, food. My favorite Marvel discussion. Yes. <laughs> Probably, uh, I think it was, uh, uh, they were talking about like uh, in Twitter, like someone posted, like if you could eat food from any food scene in a movie, what mm -hmm. would it be? Bibbs replied with um, uh, that food scene in the Avengers where everyone's sitting in the restaurant. Eating shawarma. 
shawarma shawarma it is i don't know but i really want to try it or it's like or it's like, oh. uh, yeah i mean if it's if it's a good enough place for a superhero who just saved the world to immediately go without even like changing their clothes that'll be good yeah good job oh. Oh, food. food i'm so sorry yeah <sighs> It's fine. Oh, I do love Chef. The Chef show is really good. Yeah. Yeah. I like the one. That was funny. That was really cute. All right. Well, I think since we have segued into food talk for a good while, this is probably time to call it an evening. We want to thank you guys so much for joining us on this night of Ladies Night. We do have a sort of announcement about Ladies Nights in general, though. Uh, Since Ladies Night's not really Schmodown focused... We've decided that from now on, we are going to move them to our personal channels. So we will post probably in social media, make sure that you guys know we'll be doing these again. They'll just be showing up on mine and Danny's and if Alex does a channel someday, Alex's channel. So you'll see, we'll still do the fun, we'll still do this, it'll just be elsewhere. You did that a lot nicer than what I was planning on, how I was gonna plan to do it. I was, guys, this is the last ever episode of Ladies Night on Call to Action. <laughs> so that was how I was gonna start it and then just let them all go crazy for a quick second. But uh, like Kelsey said, we are moving um, this kind of freeform show to our other channels. We had a conversation with each other and um, we really want Call to Action to be more Schmodown focused, to completely focus on the Schmodown. This is the only show that is not focused on the Schmodown. Every once in a while we do trailer reactions, but those are very few and far between. Uh, but everything else focuses on the Schmodown. And uh, we just really want to make sure that the channel is consistent. So that is why we have decided to move this over to our own channels. So if you are not subscribed uh, to my channel, then go ahead and uh, subscribe to mine and Kelsey's. Kelsey can describe hers because I like the way she does it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you want to subscribe, just search my name and click on my face and I'll bring you to my channel. And please subscribe. I'm trying to get to 100 subscribers so I can actually have a custom URL so it's easier to talk about. Yes, that is where <laughs> Kelsey and I both are at with that. We're both trying to get to 100 subs so we can so we can do that. And then you can just search uh, Danielle Ramirez and you should be able to find it there. I know a lot of people don't recognize my name like that, but you can search for it there. Or, and that's pretty much it. Yep. It's going to be um, fun. <laughs> I don't really do much. I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to have, have my own channel or anything. <laughs> Lazy. I'm not going to lie. Like I like to push all the work onto these fabulous ladies and, you know, hang out <laughs> pretty much. I'm just here to chat. I'm not here to do work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how we look at ladies night. We just, we just really wanted a, an excuse to hang out. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that's, I mean, that, that's the way it goes. We're like, we're not looking at a day or anything. We're like, Hey, when do you guys want to hang out? I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, Oh, that'd be cool. Um, do you play, still play D and D Kelsey? Uh, I have not. I was on a D&D show, but it kind of pilled out a little bit, so we aren't doing that anymore. And then now we're quarantined, so I can't like get a real physical group together. But I would like to play D&D. I just haven't played in like, good, like three or four months. Cool, cool, I miss it. Cool, cool, cool. Awesome. Um, yeah, so uh, 
I, I don't have any big announcement like that, but uh, yeah, I do watch Cinema Bias. I do uh, am a co-host with that. I do that. Pretty, it's pretty cool. Um, where we really kind of deep, deep dive into a personal favorite movie um, of one of us that the other hasn't seen, and so we kind of go over our personal biases. Why? Excuse me. Why we have or haven't watched it, and kind of go into it. Someone that loves it, and the other person, it would be like a first time viewing for them to kind of get a new perspective. So it's really fun. Um, next week, we're actually gonna be watching, uh, not watching, but uh, really kind of going over An American in Paris, which was my pick. I really, really enjoy that movie. It's a it's a classic uh, Hollywood musical from the 50s and it's beautiful. So can't wait to dive into that. We're gonna do that on Tuesdays. We do that around, I wanna say 10 o'clock central. Um, but also on Wednesday, I host a little Schmodown uh, themed debate show called Schmobates, uh, where we really kind of, uh, you know, argue and fight to the death, to the blood of all things Schmodown, really kind of answer Schmodown's biggest questions. And uh, we do that every single Wednesday at 930 Central. Here coming up this week, I'm having a one very sexy lady up here, Mrs. Danielle Ramirez. She's going to be competing in her second ever schmo bait up against, you know, an action army general, um, uh, Renan, uh, Buckingham. So that's going to be a fun time. Yeah. Yep. I'm super excited about that. Um, I cannot wait to, uh, whoop on Mr. Brandon Buckingham. He's going to go down. He's getting it. Uh, but you can find me on Twitter at Danny Joy, D-A-N-I-E-E-J-O-Y. Uh, you can also find me here on the Call to Action Network every Monday with uh, my favorite co-host, Mr. Paul Denuzio. This week we have, uh, this Monday coming up, we have Andres Cabrera is coming on, and I am super pumped about it. Uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to talk Star Wars, Schmodown, especially because uh, Monday after Monday, I guess, we'll know where set teams are at. So that's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, also, it's going to be really hard for me not to talk about Game of Thrones on that one. So we'll we'll see how that goes. But you can oh, and uh, you have a little TikTok account, right? No. <laughs> nope. No. No. Nope. 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 Okay. <laughs> All right. And you guys can find me at KelseyKens90 on Twitter and Instagram. I also run the Call to Action podcast Instagram. So you can interact with me, with me there. T Public, we have merch, we have masks. So if you need a call to action mask for your face or a ladies night mask for your face, get it while it's there because ladies night is not going to be on call to action anymore. So yeah. it's going to be vintage merch. <laughs> vintage merch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> man, that sounds depressing now that you say it. <laughs> it's the end of something old, new, new starting. So new beginnings. That's very true. Um, it's going to be good. Yeah. Can't wait. It's going to be pretty awesome. It's going to be fun. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Have a great night, and we will see you tomorrow because call, I forgot. Call to Action Live. See you tomorrow. Call to Action Live. Right. Bye. 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 See ya.